Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a big show. A lot to talk about, a lot going on in the world, a lot going on in the market, a lot going on everywhere for sure. Um, So I'm not going to waste any time because I know you guys hate these long introductions. (laughs) I do read the comments. So um, let's let's get into it, make a couple of announcements, and we're going to get the show running. Uh, Tomorrow, big episode for us. Shout out to brother Ash Cash. Whoa. Yeah, shout out to my guy. I love him, dude. Yo, this is perfect timing. Second time around. He's talking about how to write a book using chat GBT, the benefits of being an author, how to get residual income from books. Um, you know, that, that's that was his thing years ago. He was on that wave and he's 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 written like 12 books, yeah. um, made a bunch of money off of books. So he gives the game for not only just literature, how to be a self-published author and, and a game about, you know, writing a book, but a lot of AI talk, heavy on the chat, GBT, heavy, heavy on, on the, you know, how to uh, voice dictate uh, and how to, all that type of stuff. So yeah. that, it was a great AI conversation mixed with books, author, and then overall entrepreneurship. So incredible. Did he do the whole like, uh, and then I took an ebook and turned it into Yo, this. Ash's energy is at an all time high. Listen, episode 26 was a classic. He gave the blueprint on how to be a self-published author. Like mm-hmm. Shadi said, this one is a being a self-published author, but adapting to the times of ChatGPT. If, you, if you've been reading and we talk about one of those professions that will definitely be affected or change, authors, people who are writers are definitely at the top of that list. Absolutely. And if you don't adapt, if you don't adapt, you will be replaced. And so he gave the game on that, man. Shout out to our brother Ash Cass. 
And shout out to Inside the Vote. You know his yeah. show on EYL Network, man. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good dude. Just a um, solid, yeah, dude. super solid. So, yeah. shout out to Ash, man. Last episode was a classic over three years ago, almost. So you know this time around, even more fire. So check that out tomorrow, eight o'clock on our YouTube channel and all or podcast audio outlets. And um, big shout out to my brother Terrence J. <laughs> yeah, we had a great, <laughs> we had a great time with him in Florida. We was in Jacksonville, Florida, yes. uh, for a great Terry Claw Troy. I heard. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is true. This is true. <laughs> no more. But some things must be seen in person. Shout out to Terrence J, man, a very good, good friend of ours. Um, just a good dude, man. Super solid, yeah. and a lot of great energy. Ran to Kenny Burns, ran into to Ludacris, a bunch of people, man. So it was a great time in Florida. And then this week, this week we'll be back. Well, this week we will be. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, watching Tank, we on the floor. Uh, Vegas, <laughs> Vegas, big Vegas. Yep. You, you, you not might the, not the little one. You might see us at, you know, the press conference. We are listen, guys. We are going for journalistic purposes only. only yes, yes, yes. Nice cleanup. This is not yes. entertainment. Oh, no, this is not journalistic, leisure. Yeah. Journalistic purposes only. But Las Vegas, you might you might see us out there. You might see um, me and Xander there too. So. <laughs> research and development get team. your tickets Absolutely. to market mondays live in london market mondays live in london june 18th we coming um and it's going to be a, a complete movie we are taking over europe um our second time the last time was world lava hall yeah. this time is a more intimate venue we got we got a lot of surprises for you guys the next stop on the market mondays world tour get your tickets yep. and the last thing i'll say is of course boom 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 invest fest 2023 yes. uh, dates have been announced we will be announcing the lineup next week yes. on, on market mondays live go announce the big one first because i'm yeah. tired of holding it in yeah 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 uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 so we'll do that next week on market mondays you know a lot of news outlets they wanted the the, the exclusive but you know we gotta give Market Mondays the exclusive. So Stay home, man. If you're interested, play for the team you own. So <laughs> yeah. next week we'll be living. We will give it out the names for 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 Invest Fest and uh, get your tickets, man. We're gonna see the last week in August, August 25th in Atlanta. Um, motion picture status. Yeah, 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 yeah. All it's right. gonna it's gonna be a movie. And real quick, while we're at it, history was made today. Friend of the show, shout out to Nicole Lynn. Shout, Shout out to, to Nicole. Absolutely. NFL agent, coordinator, a friend of the show. Uh, Jalen Hurts is her client. Shout out to the Clutch team. Uh, he signed the largest annual salary in the history of the NFL. Game yeah, set match. Woo, $51 million next year. He will be making well-deserved. Shout out to Nicole. An amazing person, an even better agent. I mean, she understands that craft like none other. Um, and it's, she's impressive. She's just an impressive human being. Um, and she's a friend of the show. So shout out to her, shout out to the whole clutch team and congratulations to, to Jalen. Congratulations Absolutely. to the, every Eagles fan out there. All right. Yeah. yeah. Game changer. Disclaimer. Yeah, let's do it. Y'all know how this works. Do your own research. Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It's very important to do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and wish to rely upon, whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. Shout out to everybody. Yes. Yo. Shout out to Jacksonville again. A lot of people uh, came up to us and were telling us about 
how market money has changed their life and how, you know, they learn how to invest by watching the show. And that happens to us a lot. It happens to us in the airports when we're walking, when we're going out to just, you know, get something to eat that happens a lot. So I just want to shout out everybody that's doing their research and they're applying the research and actually execute on it, man. Shout out to y'all. It's the reason why we do what we do. Love is love. Absolutely. Uh, Ian, any announcements you would like to make? Yeah, so I want to say happy birthday to my sis, Stephanie. I had a blast. It's the reason why I'm out here. I also want to shout out our guy, Corey. Uh, so <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Corey is behind the scenes. That's Joe Button podcast. Shout out to Corey. Yeah, it's one of the introductions to Joe. It was his birthday. So happy birthday, my brother. I appreciate you. Today's, today's his birthday? Yesterday was. Oh, happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Corey. Related to the bro. Yeah. Couple birthdays. Yeah. Shout out to them. Yeah, it's coming up close. Um, yeah. I need everybody to go to Nike's page and tag them in a post and tell them we need the master investor, Red Panda Dunk collaboration. We're gonna quit playing. Oh, I saw that they was coming out with the Red Panda Dunks. I saw that. <laughs> and how y'all not call me? Come on. Let's make it right. Y'all go tag Nike for me so we can make some magic happen. <laughs> Nike. Um kudos to Black Enterprise and the Source magazine. I got an article in there. So if you guys can check that out, I would appreciate it. Congratulations. Shout out to the team. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Shout, Congratulations. Congratulations to y'all. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, what, what, that's, what that's dropping? <laughs> Got everybody asking what album dropping. Boy, I said. Uh, well played. And stay tuned. I got an, an announcement next week, too. Uh, so we're we cooking something up, week. Ian. Yeah. I give everything away. We won't give everything away. We won't give oh, everything and away. Prayers up, prayers up to Jamie Foxx too. Absolutely, speedy, absolutely. Speedy recovery for sure. Matt, we got we had the pleasure of meeting him um a few times, um and yeah, you know he's a legend to everybody and uh, everybody is praying for him and, and God willing he'll pull through soon for sure. Um yes, yes, yes one of our yes. one of our legends. Yes. Um okay, so I know everybody wants to know about Apple and all that, but we gotta let the beat build before we before we talk about this. So. The first thing that we talk about, let, let's start the show off like this. Let's. What are the top most important lessons on investing mm -hmm. uh, that we need to know? Uh, so number one, Nvidia is up eighty-seven point four eight percent year to date. Um, over one year, they're up twenty-three percent. So I'm sure you guys have seen it, but every time I post about AI or you guys do, it's like, what do we do? Two tech, two index, no stress. Apple, Microsoft, Nvidia are going to be the leaders there. Invest in those. Apple is doing amazing. Uh, Microsoft is doing amazing. NVIDIA is doing incredibly well. Um, number two, the information that I'm giving you are not conspiracy theories. I know it feels like I'm going off on a Umar Alex Jones tangent with the brick stuff, but this isn't something I've been talking about this since the show started in 2020. We're now seeing it come to fruition. I know people think I may be highlighting this China Russia situation too much, but you're seeing a lot more consolidation in industries. Things are getting really serious, which brings me to the point about Elon. Elon now has changed the name from Twitter to X. They apply for a financial license. So now you can trade crypto, going to be able to buy stocks. There'll be a combination of Twitter, PayPal, and WeChat all rolled in one. If I am Brian Armstrong from Coinbase, I will be in my pants right now. Write this lesson down. Everyone on earth is your competition. I told us the stock club earlier, but if Jason Momoa and The Rock and Cardi, and Amigos and Whack 100 figure out how to trade futures and do a show together. I'm going to be terrified. So while he's putting up the Dogecoin thing on Twitter and everyone's like, oh, he's just playing around on SNL. You don't think Twitter and Elon sat and watched Robin Hood 
come into prominence and say, I'm more popular than all of those CEOs combined. I can do the same thing. And they actually love me. Number four, uh, Saudi Arabia is buying Russian oil and secretly sending it to the European market to avoid sanctions with the United States. Number five, you have to begin learning AI three hours a day. I have never seen a space exponentially grow week over week like I have the AI space. Um, Agent GPT is a good resource you guys can write down. So you can literally type in what do you want to do? Hey, build me a 10-point marketing plan for a fintech startup, and it will create all the tasks associated with. They've been getting uh, throttled down the last couple of weeks. But um, if you use chat GPT and agent GPT together, these are great in combination. Um, and I, so a couple of people asked me my thoughts on a Buffett interview on CNBC about TSM. And he sold billions of dollars worth of shares in TSM. I've never heard Buffett sound more befuddled or terrified <laughs> at the prospect of a takeover. There's even some conversations politically. These are not my takes. This is from the government on if they should bomb TSM to prevent it from being taken over, even though they have plants here in the United States. This is me. Go through CNBC, Bloomberg, or Reuters. But it is a uh, political consideration. And uh, Elon Musk, once again, is moving forward with his uh, AI project. He bought over 10,000 GPUs. So if you think he bought those GPUs just to play Roblox and Fortnite, um, this is a game of true consolidation where we're seeing all the superpowers at one time fight for dominance in the space. Whoever wins the AI race will win the war ultimately over the next 30 or 40 years. Um, do I think this can get out of control? Yes. We've already connected it to the internet. We've already tied it to machine learning. We've already let it know everything, all of our habits. We're too far in the deep end to cut it off. But I think it's funny that when Elon was saying that open AI has went too far, he then comes out with his own. So those are like the 10 biggest ones we need to talk about. In addition to Apple coming out, once again, everyone's your competitor. They teamed up with Goldman Sachs to put out a hyper savings account at 4.15% interest. Would you rather bank with Apple or Wells Fargo? Shout out to Wells Fargo if you're listening. But people will feel a hell of a lot safer with Apple. Once again, two tech, two index. There's the safest strategy of all the two best companies of all time paired with the two best indexes. You cannot lose. Yep. Yeah, okay. Hit, hit the like button. Please do. And share. We are just getting warmed up. Yeah. You know what, Ian? I think it was super interesting. You brought up the TSM thing because we did. We spoke about it last week on Market Mondays. And then yep. Tuesday, Buffett got had the interview. And if you listen to the language, right? Like when they asked him the specific question about why he did it, it was really much, pretty much the uncertainty, right? Or the, the threat, what China could potentially do. Yep. But he said something even more interesting and it kind of got looked over. But he said, I would love it even more if it was an American company. Mm -hmm. which is why I'm paying attention to the infrastructure bill that's happening here in the United States. And we keep talking about it and we keep talking about it. So to hear him confirm what we've been saying, it was like, I hope they're listening. Yeah. Right. It's like, this, this is the moment, right? Like we're talking about $60 billion being spent to build infrastructure here in America. Yeah. You would like it as an American company because you could have it under your control without Absolutely. the threat of invasion. So like these little things that they're saying, but not saying you got to pay attention to read between the lines. Absolutely. Yeah, if we get that company here, it would be great. And I don't know if some people were like, hey, they have plants here, so it should be safe. No, if the headquarters is in Taiwan and hell breaks out in Taiwan, 
It's no go. No, I wouldn't. That's the one main reason for the past few years. Like I have not been a proponent of it. And I've liked NVIDIA a hell of a lot more. Now, if TSM comes here, they'll take pole position, clearly. But in all of this information, I don't want you guys to be confused. Apple, Microsoft, NVIDIA are the three best. Please go invest in those. Those are the safest. Pairing with indexes. Please put in chat. Investing is really fucking simple. You need four companies. Hold on to them for a long period of time. I don't care what new innovation comes out. If it's worth investing in, Apple and Microsoft are going to throw their money into it as well as NVIDIA. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Where we at? We're heating up. Where we at? Hit the like button and share. And while you're at it, get tickets to Market <laughs> Mondays, London. London, yeah. Um, okay. So let's let's do this. Parents are draining their retirement to support adult children. What are three things parents can do to better prepare their children financially? This is something we haven't talked about a lot recently. In the past, we've talked about, um, you know, how to plan for your child, 529 plans, utmas, uh, different things of that nature. But we haven't had the parenting conversation in a while. And this is a different aspect of it from not necessarily a young child, but an adult child, mm -hmm. um, which is called this. This is a real conversation because a lot of parents are drained financially and emotionally yeah. from adult, adult children, mm -hmm. adult children that are living with them, that are dependent on them that they have to take care of their children, their children's children. Mm -hmm. yep. Um. So this is a, this is another uh, financial situation that, you know, parents, it doesn't always end when a child turns 18. No. Sometimes 25, 26, 32, mm -hmm. 32, sometimes 38. Maybe. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> so let's talk about it. Yeah. I think this, you got to start with the root of why they're taking care of their adult children, right? Like, what what is the cause? Like, when we talked about symptoms of of what is causing the root problem, we always start with education, mm -hmm. and we right if they don't have education, if they don't have a skill, what do they do? But even when they do have education, it becomes even a, more of a significant problem, right? Because student loan debt is a real thing. Right. So if people accure more student loan debt, then they don't have the financial stability to even pay rent or try to live on their own. And so now they're at home trying to pay things off and they can't afford it. So I think when you look at it from a standpoint, it all for me, it all comes back to education. Number one, are we teaching them skills that they can survive on their own with outside of the nine to five job? Yeah, because what we've seen with the nine to five, even when you get out of school, you're not making enough money to even pay back the loan, but you may not even be making enough money to support yourself, right? And so if we don't, if we can figure out that part first, then I think that the, the latter kind of becomes less of an issue where people are now figuring out, look, I raised you, I put you through school, but now I got to take care of you after because you can't support yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I go ahead, Rashad. I think that um, it's a variety of different things and it's a sensitive topic because sometimes you can do so much for a child um, and it just doesn't turn out the way that you would hope it turned out. 
So then you're faced with two options. You put your child on the street and let them be homeless. Probably not going to happen. Right. You can say that, but when it comes to, when it comes to that moment, you know, parents always love their child, their children. And especially like a mother is going to love their child forever. Mm -hmm. it's, it's the maternal instinct. So it, it, it becomes difficult not to say yes even if you can't afford to say yes, right? You kind of find a way to say, okay, I'll help you with this bill. You can stay over it as turns into you stay over for a month, you serve, you stay over for two years. So um, it, it's, it's, it's not like, it's not a simple answer, mm -hmm. but you can, you can do things that I say, yeah. you, you can do things to actually um, help uh, avoid the situation. So of course you want to educate your children young. Of course, that's that's that you want to you know invest for them and have you know some financial stability that they can actually have when they graduate. So they're not starting with zero. Mm -hmm. That that puts them. You want to the college thing is very important. You you have to be extremely educated on that process uh, yep. because that could be a tremendous burden. Like you said, as far as student loan is crippling a lot of people, it's crippling children and it's crippling parents. Mm -hmm. so so it's like, okay, what's the best way? Are we going to go to state school? Are we going to go to community college for two years? Like, I think you have to, what degree, that's important. You know, you got to strongly encourage your children to go. If you're going to go to college, um, don't waste your time getting a degree where it's not even going to mean anything when you, when you graduate, right? Um, what does, what does the occupation look like are you going to have to go for a, a four-year degree uh, or do you need a master's degree you need a doctor's degree i think every every person should um have a sales job at some point commission based only because that teaches you the the art of actually having to get out there and, and figure and things out mm -hmm. yeah. um critical thinking and mm -hmm. just being able to hustle and I feel like, you know, that's, that's important. Even if you're not going to become an entrepreneur, you got to have that kind of mindset. So to encourage a child that I don't care if you're selling knives when you a kid or you selling whatever, like, you know, you gotta, you know, cause you know, they got those things where they sell you whatever sell legally, yeah. <laughs> whatever legally. Well, in, at London, they got, they got a knife problem, but in America, I don't think anybody's selling knives on the black market. So it's not like. 1900. Yo, nah, I'm laughing because I remember when, like, no, I, I went to, I went you to, to sell knives. Yeah, went, yeah, yo, it's real. I don't, I don't think this generation knows. I was though. trying to sell knives. Yeah, that's that's a fact. I remember right, when I was 16 years old. I was trying yeah. a company recruited me to sell. They yeah. set me down. They said, Look, you can make a thousand dollars a week if you sell. Said, sign me up. Yeah, there was that. Then it was coffee. I remember before it was like Easterland boots. It was crazy. Like anything, anything you can say. <laughs> so you got to get out there and sell things. But that, that, brings out a certain when you when you have to really go out there and work and there's no safety net and you got to figure things out i think that that wires your brain and i think you have to at some point make children more less dependent on you whether that's sending them to school mm -hmm. whether that's um saying no to them whether that's like you know cut like you got to find ways to cut back entitlements so they develop that sense and that urgency that I gotta get it on my own because the more you help somebody, it's the it's the chicken and the in the egg uh, strategy. Remember, uh, Director X. We revisited this conversation yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah. So yep. the thing about it is, and I'll just briefly summarize it. It was like there was a science experiment done where um, it was a a, a chicken inside of a, a egg, and um, 
they had like the regular ones that was just in the incubator and they they broke out and they was just regular ones. And then there was ones that they really like coddled and they did special treatment for and all of that. And they actually hurt the development of the chicken. Hmm. Um, so it's like, I can help you, but I'm not going to help you because if I help you, I'm going to hurt you. Yeah. That's pause. Just, just, just really let that sink in. Yeah. No. If I help you, I'm going to hurt you. So the next time somebody asks you for help, think about it. Think about, is it really worth it? Or are you going to hurt the person? So it's like, I'm not going to help you because if I help you, I'm going to hurt you. No, I'm helping you by not helping you. I'm helping you by that's not helping you. That's the best help. And I don't yeah. want to hurt you because it's like, it's like a crutch, right? At some point, you got to figure out how to walk on your own. Mm -hmm. I've you, been trying. If you constantly, <laughs> if you constantly, if you constantly helping people all the time, yeah. you're, you're doing them a disservice because they're never strong enough to survive on their own. So that, so that's the question, right? And Ian, I know I, I want to hear your take too, but it's like, at what point do you not become the crutch, especially for parents? Because there's a lot of parents that are like, even in the chat now, they're like, yo, I, you know, yeah, my, my, my kids live with me now. Or there's adults saying like, yo, I'm 29, I'm back home with moms. Mm -hmm. At what point as a parent do you not help, right? Even let, let's say like I, you said, it could cripple you from a financial standpoint if, if you didn't have it. But there are some parents who do have it. And it's they, they are still helping. At what point is there a point? I don't have the answer, but I know for me, even with Xander being eight now, um, I'm pouring a lot more into him to make sure that he, even though he's fine, he knows how to generate revenue on his own. So I think as they hit these ages of maturity, of course, one number one education is key, but you have to teach them how to build a business and it may involve you building it with them. But we were talking earlier. Like, look at everyone who thought entrepreneurship was crazy in 2015 to 2016, and now the entire world is forced to be entrepreneurs. Same thing with AI. Like, if we do not learn this AI thing, and I'm going to be super hot take. If you think that the wealth gap is bad now, wait till they figure out how to make all these apps talk to each other so they never have to hire anybody black or brown again. It won't be. It won't be a wage gap. There'll just there'll be no. There'll wages. be at <laughs> there all. There won't be any wages for people. So, like a certain population of people, there'll be no wages if you can't create a source of income for yourself. Yeah, at a certain point. So you have to just start early, like with your child, and help them build. I don't know when to cut it off, and it's something that I've danced with um, amongst family and friends, like how to help versus helping too much, giving too much, and then also taking it away, like. It's a delicate balance, but I think the, the real solution is to help people build so that they, they can be able to produce their own fruit um, from their own labor and their own ideas. But the era of like waiting until kids 18, 19, 20, 22 to teach them about money, I think you got to teach your kids from five. If your kids are over five years old, you got to start teaching them now. And and some things, some things are just intangible. The last point I'll make about this is that society and this is why it's like the money conversation is great you got to teach kids about money but this is why like I, I put my son in basketball i don't really care if he makes it to the nba that's not the goal the goal is that you got to develop a thick skin like yep. you got to develop competition like you got if somebody's talking down to you you gotta you gotta fight for yourself mm -hmm. like you gotta defend yourself in this world and it's like sports is a great way to do that every now and then you gotta get into a fight too like, you know what I'm saying? Like that has to happen at some point in time. You got to fight. Like you got to defend yourself. Like yep. you got to, you, you got to go through adversity 
in order to 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 build a certain character. I feel like social media in this whole world has taken a lot of people out of that realm where it's like men don't even really want to even have conflict anymore. And it's not to say like conflict is is the great way to go, mm-hmm. but I'm like an internal conflict with for yourself. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you down on your, it's not wrong with being down on your luck and having to move back in, you know, hard times happen, but you got to fight within yourself. Like how do you bounce back? Some Rocky, like you got to get on some Rocky. Like I'm up at five o'clock every morning and I'm jumping rope and I'm, and I'm getting back in my vibe. Like, you know what I'm saying? Internal fortitude. I feel like social media has made a generation softer and everybody gets participation trophies and everybody's equal and nobody's in competition with anybody. And this leads to grownups that are okay just playing video games and watching YouTube channels about uh, academics dissing, uh, who name, who, Charlemagne, like, you know what I'm saying? Or whoever, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like- Leave big accolade. And, and shout out to our professional gamers. But I'm just yes. using that as an example. I, I, get, I know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this, these guys just watch on YouTube making videos about YouTubers making videos about YouTuber. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a YouTuber, it's a, it's a commentary on a YouTuber making video about a YouTuber and then a, a, a spin on that. And then they're in the comment, like, you're 38 years old and you have time to watch a video like that. And make a video. Well, <laughs> it says a lot about why you're at where you're at. Shout out to everyone who tunes into academics, though, and whack yeah. on it. Yeah, I think I think you said it, and I'll just reiterate it, man. That that exposure piece is the other part. So education plus the exposure, right? And so, like, you, you, I remember you told a story where you you put three thousand dollars on the bed, and yeah. your friend saw it. So I did it the other day. We got I had some cash in my and um I put it out, and my son was like, "How much is this?" I was like, "Count it." And when he counted, count he was like, "He was like, oh." He's like, can I can I bring it with me to school? I said, no, we're not going to do that. Put the money on the table. Yeah, no, we're not going to do that. But yeah. I was like, this isn't your money. But the next thing he asked me, he's like, can we go to the bank and take $1,000 out of my money so I could just have it? I'm like, what do you need it for? He's like, I just want to have it to know that I have it. Yep. And it was like the exposure. So like things like that, exposing them to money, taking them to the bank, even if you're, if you're paying your mortgage, bring them to the bank with you. Show them what that process is like. If you're paying rent, show them how, what, when you write the check, what that looks like, right? When you open it up account, Take them right when you're purchasing things. Take them. Show them. Yeah, let them. I'm telling you, one of the one of the best lessons is when you go out to eat, right, and you figure out your tip or figure out what taxes. Like these are lessons that people are just taking for granted, but they're happening every day. Like you go out with your kid, the bill comes. It's like all right, it's a hidden thing, and you pass it on. Like no, this is this is how much everything costs. This is how much we're going to pay. This is what twenty percent of this amount is. Right, that's what we're leaving for somebody. Well, why we got to pay them that? Well, this is their wage. Right. And so for order them to make a living, they have to get tips. Yep. There's lessons, there's financial lessons in everything. We just overlook them. So these are opportunities to expose them at their age for things that are appropriate. Yeah. No, it's a good conversation. All right. Let's move on to the to the big. Uh all right. Before this is the last thing I want to say about this. Um it's a whole generation of men that do weirdo things online. Like you don't it, say. Yeah, I didn't know that's where you was going. Like, let's go there. You talking about other men and you gossiping and you like this is across all genres from business to sports to music. And it's a whole and it's like, when did that become cool? Like, that's goofy behavior. Like how we was brought up, how I was brought up. 
we don't do that. Like that's that's corny. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I I don't do that. Like I couldn't see myself talking about somebody and making a reaction video about another person and like about something that I don't even got nothing to do with. It didn't even affect me personally. But they'll make four hundred dollars on YouTube. Like that's goof. <laughs> that's goofy. Like that's embarrassing. That's honestly embarrassing. And it's like it's across all genres. Like you know what I'm saying? Like. Like I said, how we was brought up, how we was raised, we don't do that. That's goofy. And I just completely am shocked at it's like accepted. Like, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And that's like even like dudes that you would think would even be stand-up dudes, like they buying into it, they feeding into it. It's just like most people would rather be famous than be financially free. That's the thing that shocked me the most about doing the show over the last three years. People would rather gossip which once again is the ultimate asset of the poor, gossip and BS and online. Not many people want to be free. Like Ty and I was talking about it this weekend. Like we used to think that everyone wanted to be successful. Most people just want to get by and to cope with what's going on. You would rather make reaction videos or um, negative commentary online to like pass the time, you know, but, but to each his own kudos to those of you that are here that choose to invest your time wisely on a Monday. And they want to get the, uh, you know, get the bag and run it up. And if I've made you money, please put yes in chat. Says um, it's, all, it's all the chatty boys. Please stop. Chatty Patty. <laughs> chatty Patty. Yeah, I thought Dane told y'all, man. I thought Dane told y'all eight years ago, man. But says a lot about the times that we're in. The chatty Patties. Y'all more emotional. Y'all more emotional than women. Men, I think it might be something. I don't know. It's in the in the air, the food. But men are. Food and water. Men, I told men you. are more emotional at, than ever before. I agree. Men, are, men are like little babies that right goes, now. That goes back to the Child You wanted to see that other B word, didn't you? Nah, 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 nah. Yo, nah, men nah. are so emotional these days, bro. It be grown men. Well, what Drake say? He said, when I use the word, most times I'm not even talking about women. Yo, they so emotional, man. It's, <laughs> it's embarrassing. What, what inspired right. this rant? Let me know. We had a great conversation yesterday. A, a couple great conversations over the past couple of days, but it was just like, it's, there's a different type of, of man that's being created uh, and being fostered. And... Yeah. Uh, social media has a part to, uh, to play in that. Um, I'll see why the women be frustrated too. It, that These part are of it too. Men that they, the guy making boy. I guess that's, not the kind that's, of that's part of it too. I guess that's because they run with lame dudes too much. Hit the like button and share. Okay, let's get into what everybody wants to talk about. Sorry, sorry for my rant. Uh, Apple. Yes, Apple my baby. launches its savings account wow. with yes. 1.4.5. 1.5% interest. Now, yeah. Apple has launched its Apple Card Savings account offering a 4.15% annual percentage yield APY with mm -hmm. no minimum deposit or balance requirements. Important. Users can set up an account through a wallet app on their iPhone. Daily cash rewards earned through the Apple card will automatically be deposited in the savings account and the users can change the destination of their daily cash or add funds from their bank account. The bank, the account is launched through Goldman Sachs yes. and a collaboration with Goldman Sachs and offers a higher APY compared to the average national rate <laughs> of zero. 0.35%. So the average is 0.35%. Yeah. 
and Apple is coming in with yeah. 4.1%, but it's yes. only for Apple card holders. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Can I go crazy real quick? Yes. Yeah, go ahead, you. Banking, healthcare, fintech. We'll talk about quantum sciences later. Quantum computing. There's only a few categories of business that matter. So, of course, if I was CEO of Coinbase, I would be concerned. If I was the CEO of Robinhood, kudos to Vlad. I would be concerned. 1.8 billion people have iPhones. Mm -hmm. So even if they only get a fraction, let's say 10% of people to use the product. It's 180 million people while banks are collapsing. I said this on Stock Club earlier. You have to decide if your business thrives when there's quantitative easing and a bunch of money flowing around, which is like a hype beast type company, or if you do best in a recession. Meta, Facebook came out during a recession. Apple was launched during a recession. So was Microsoft. Now with the trust that they built over 40 years and all the users, you don't think that they're going to take market share away from Bank of America, Wells Fargo, City, while teaming up with one of the best banks, Goldman. And I'll be interested to see if JP Morgan then turns around and does a partnership with someone to kind of offset this. Investing is really, I don't know how to frame it any simpler. Like in every category, you want to go see where Goldman ranks amongst the banks. They didn't do this with Wachovia back in the day for a reason, right? St stay focused on the top two, top four in the sector, but the easiest strategy of all is two tech, two index. If it's a valuable sector or segment of the market, they are going to deploy capital there to eat up market share. And for everyone who's like, yes, Capital One has one yeah. at 4.6. UBS has one at 5%. Yeah. Most people in the United States have no fucking clue who UBS is. Most people are not going to go to Capital One. This is a numbers game. Let's stop making it so complicated because I want us to get rich instead of talking about getting rich, right? I actually, I actually, yeah. have, I actually have a Capital One account. You do. Me too. It, it, I mean, Cut the check, Capital One. I'm looking yes. at my notes that I wrote in. Wallet. Respectful of what's in your wallet. <laughs> you just you nailed it, man. Right? Like, there, there are uh, savings accounts that have higher yields, right? That's great. That's great, right? I think that the 4.15% is like 11th, according to bank rate. But here's the thing, right? The 10 banks that are in front of them, number one, you probably don't know seven of them. But here's what they don't have. They don't have 1 billion people at their exp no. exposure, right? Like they have 1 billion- And growing. And growing at any point. But when we talk about financials, think about how one business helps the next, right? So in order, like you said, right? In order for you to have the savings account, you have to have the Apple card. So in the past six months, right? The Apple card has done well, right? After yep. that, they have they obviously have Apple, Apple Pay, but last month, surprisingly, nobody made no noise of it, but they put out there, pay now, save later, save later, uh, uh, yep. application so if you think about these three things like we got the pay now buy now pay later you got the apple card now you got a great savings account how do banks now respond right if the big four are only providing you with 0.35 percent how do they respond collaborate with fear. collaborate with, with google, fear, right? collaborate with google well i think are you done yeah go ahead, go ahead. so i think that um this is an interesting story on a lot of different levels but what strike what what i saw the first thing that i saw was the power of collaboration that's what i always talk about all the time yep. and it's like this this 
the number one technology company, the number one company, company in the world, but yes. let's say tech company, right? Teams up with arguably the number one investment bank in existence. Yep. It makes sense. Um, Apple has mastered technology, but they have not mastered financial services. Goldman Sachs. Yes. Well, Goldman Sachs has mastered financial services. So what's the easy way to fast track your way into financial services to partner with the best in the business, mm -hmm. right? So they, they best in the business. Um, and they obviously are going to, you know, take care on, on the financial side. Mm -hmm. Apple has the technology. Um, it's a win-win for everybody. I think Goldman Sachs is a company to, to, to watch um, out of this. Everybody's talking about Apple, but what about Goldman? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, 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 it's their, it's their product as well. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like this is something that's extremely important. Goldman Sachs didn't fight to have their name on it. Right. This is, this lessons in here, no like there's lessons in here. Like you're partnering with somebody, you see the value. Okay. I'm going to come under your umbrella. That's a humbling. Goldman Sachs doesn't, is a billion dollar into multi-billion, hundred billion dollar situation. They don't have to do that, but they see the value in the partnership. Mm -hmm. yep. We're trying to, we're trying to convince regular people to partner and they, you, they can't even agree on making a social media post. <laughs> you, know, you can't even, you can't even come to an event and, and he, and they running trillion dollar entities and they coming together. You, you, you're fighting over small things at the highest level of yeah. business. At the highest level, this is how business is done. Collaboration. This is why I keep saying it over and over again. But some people get it. Some people don't get it. But for me, I thought it was extremely a smart move for Apple. I think that this is going to really be beneficial for them. Um, I think that this will, this will really put them more in the space of the financial services. And uh, everything that they do is just like, you know, one brick at a time, whether it's healthcare, whether it's, you know, rumors that they're going to get into the autom automotive space. Mm -hmm. they, nice. they took over music. Absolutely. They sure. took over music. You know Robbed the entire industry. So it's like, you know, the, the, Apple is just, it's, it's wearables is there. The, here's, the, here's the concern. At what point does it become a monopoly and government breaks it apart? The great part is Apple, Google, and Microsoft have such a symbiotic competitive relationship that they'll always find a way at the same time to dominate a market at the same time where enough of them share enough of the market share to not get monopoly charges. I think they learned a lot from Bill Gates. So if they go first and then Microsoft goes second, because if you don't think that the CEOs don't talk, they do. There's a reason why Microsoft got open API and then Google pushed forward with Bard, even though they had the technology first. Mm. Same with Microsoft. Microsoft initially had a iPad before Apple did. No one just wanted it from Microsoft. They had it in 1996. Yeah. Then Apple becomes prominent. Then Windows make the push. So I think they're going to team up enough to make sure they have enough market share where they can dominate, but they'll share with each other so no one can get uh, that, that monopoly thing pushed against them. And I truly believe at one point, Apple will be the number one technology company while being the number one healthcare company and while being the number one financial services company in the world. Because it it's, like, it's like Rockefeller. At one point, Rockefeller did everything, right? And it was like, and as, it's just when you become so big, it, 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 now you start to put so many different targets on your back. And you know, you got government regulators, you got the competition, you got people that want to break you apart. Um, even the phone companies that happened with the phone companies, mm -hmm. they had, they, had to, they, broke, they yeah. broke the phone companies apart. And now Apple is the biggest company in the history of the world. 
So if they, if they if they try to break Apple, that's going to be hard. But it's just it's going to be tough, and the consumers want it. It I'm wasn't just, the that, same that, tactics. That, yeah, the brand recognition is so strong that it, can you do too many things at one time? If you do, they, well. they found a way to do the right things well. Right. If you're doing yeah. well, right? Yeah. Like the wearables by themselves, billion dollar business. They've they've done it well. Yeah. They moved into healthcare. It's still, it, I mean, it's kind of premature right now, right? They have the Apple Watch. They haven't really released what they're doing with the information yet, but I'm sure there's a plan in place. Absolutely. When, get, when they get into the EV space, the brand recognition will allow it to have errors, but also allow it to grow exponentially as well, which is interesting. Like most businesses don't have that, where you can yeah. have errors and grow at the same time because people just trust the brand so much. That's why when you look at it, People, if they know that they can just have an Apple card, number one, it's like, yo, you're part of a society. Like when I apply, this is this is crazy. Like when you apply for it, they're yeah. not just taking anybody. Yes. Your credit score got to be a 730 just to have the Apple card. So you can't even get the savings account. So you're thinking about they're getting accredited people with high scores, right? And usually when people have high scores, that means they're financially responsible. And so those are the type of people that you want. And they refer better people at exactly. higher scale. And it's well things, played. Like, it's well played. Break them up. Let's say if you broke off the App Store, app, the App Store is still going to get thirty percent of every business in the App Store. And if we collapse Apple, it will collapse the entire stock market. Apple and Microsoft is really the only thing keeping the stock market afloat right now. Two players is keeping everyone afloat. So you're in a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Break up the company into smaller pieces, and they'll dominate the top fifteen or keep it together. And they keep the stock market afloat. Well, Why we have speaking, this issue with bricks? Speaking of stock market, let's talk about how this could relate to stocks. So let's talk about Goldman Sachs stock, which is currently at three hundred and forty-two dollars, um, off of its all-time high, off of its fifty-two-week high of three hundred and eighty-nine dollars. Uh, so Goldman Sachs stock, uh, yeah. Is it was in 2013, 10 years ago, yeah. it was three, it was $138. Yep. Um, so what is that like a 200% increase over yeah. that time? We, we covered them on, um, on, uh, that are alive. Keep going. Yeah. So yep. well, let's, let's talk about it again. Good. So Goldman Sachs stock. Um, yeah. Now that this news has broke, um, is that something that people absolute buy? Yeah. Absolute buy. I, I like it. If it gets to, let me see. Um, if it gets to like 247, I like it at that price. But Goldman has been one of the best run companies. I mean, they essentially mastered the hedge fund management model. Um, yeah, and even in 2008, it went down to $47.41. It's at 339 now. Hell of a return. In 2020, it dipped down to 136. So for a bank or a hedge fund to get almost a three X return in three years, that's unheard of. Great management, innovative model. Yeah, Goldman's one of the few that um in the banking sector that I absolutely love. And yes, I love them more than JP Morgan. Shout out to everybody, JP Morgan. Please send my paperwork so we can get our deal done. Thank you. Do you think there'll be a response from uh, another a JP Morgan, a Morgan Stanley? They're looking at this and saying, like, look at what these guys have done. How do we get involved in this? I think JP Morgan will, but I think it will be slightly a mistake because sometimes when you chase a strategy, like when Microsoft came out with their version of the tablet 13 years ago, no one wanted that tablet from them. 
So sometimes like if you are not a leader and it's what I even told people personally, like who may not like me, I'm like, Hey, like, even if you don't like me, if you do the same thing as I do, you're going to raise me up because your brand isn't attached to this thing. You have to find your own ways to innovate. Now, if JP Morgan or Morgan Stanley can find a way to do integration inside of payments for Fortnite or Roblox, that can give them the same kind of bang for their buck without competing directly against Apple and Goldman. So I think they'll find an innovative way to ramp around and find a way to hit this consumer market without going direct because previous, the the Marcus experiment at Goldman Sachs where they created like a retail bank didn't, didn't work. So now partnering with Apple, it gives you all the rights to a bank, if you will, great savings. And now we don't have to deal with all the upfront costs and the brand of maybe not being liked in a recession. Yeah. So yeah. I think Morgan Stanley would definitely adjust and JP Morgan will as well, but they shouldn't compete with this head on. Yo, and you just brought up another great thing about this move for Apple, the in-app purchases. Yep. It's, it's direct now. Right. Like it, even like when you, you just spoke about Fortnite or, or Robux like that, you, if your Apple ID is connected to it, usually it connects to your bank account. Yeah, right? it could be it could be uh, Chase. It could be Wells Fargo. It could be any of those banks. But now it, it could just come from your Apple savings. For I mean, just think about it. it it's so streamlined that you almost knock out everybody else. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. And wait till they come out with an Apple Platinum card. Yeah, and then loans. Let's not forget about loans. Yeah, so like I think right now that you can you can get a loan for like maybe five hundred to fifteen hundred, but this is just the initial offering now for between the the partnership between them and Goldman Sachs. But what what happens when they get real sophisticated and start offering out loans and interest rates? When, when everyone keeps asking me, what do I invest in? Apple or Microsoft? I I don't know how else to frame it. Like so, as far as the investing in Apple, because it's close to its fifty two week high right now. Should you just be buying Apple every single month? Okay. Yeah, I, I've been telling people in Stock Club, like, if you can't get in at the ideal price, I would still buy more every single month for sure. And if it gets to well, like 178 or 180, I would stop buying there because that's too close to the high mathematically for it to make sense. I like Apple at 154 or 156. Um, but if you're going to dollar cost averages, buy it every month and automate it. And you'll be good. Too much time is spent on... Did this part, and I told even people in stock club, I'm like, hey, wait for the right price to hit and get rich or not. But if not, just buy every single month, buy at the top of the month or the 15th, and buy as many shares as you can. Because, and the number of people who have this phone who don't have 300 shares, 400 shares is unbelievable. I mean, between Apple Care, cloud services, the App Store, Apple Arcade, fitness. MacBook, iPad sales, AirPod sales. I bought four pair this year. Mm -hmm. And don't don't forget about the glasses on the way. What what more do you want from me? So like Tyrese, <laughs> you can go get another one and do like Tyrese girl. Like I really want an Apple, but I picked you. Listen, just go get Apple, yo. It's simple. I know this is like the Apple show, but there isn't a like. And for the record, Apple is the greatest publicly traded company of all time. Why would you not invest in it? Yeah, two trillion. And I think the FDIC, yeah, I believe it is. Then that's, that's through Goldman. Sure. So, so yep. the FDIC comes through the, through the Goldman side. Yeah, 250. Um, so, all right. 8,000 people on the check-in. We just getting started. Oh. Just getting started, ladies and gentlemen. Hit the like button. 
And, and they be asking, is it FDIC insured? Is your relationship FDIC insured? questions, man. <laughs> no, what about if it go above the limit of 250 and the post I love? Listen, fellas, don't let a $27 uh, sundress cost you a hundred thousand in child support. You no, that's no. FDIC insured. It's a fact. Sundress uh, season. Be careful. <laughs> Ladies, if you do finesse them though, that's a three thousand percent return. Go on Fashion Nova, get every color dress. Whoever wins the war wins. Whoever wins. <laughs> Whoever wins wins. Battle of discipline. Let's see. The battle of two tech, two index, two sundress. Ladies, let's run two it up. Sundress. Wow. That's what we doing. It's such it's it's, yeah, it's sundress season. It's, it's it's New York. It's that some look. All right, let me give you a couple things before we go into this next the next segment's a big one. But New York etiquette, right? If somebody says, if somebody says, yo, I don't want to hold you up, I'm not gonna hold you up, it's a hundred percent chance they're going to hold you up. Absolutely. But of course, they're going to hold you up well, for 15 that. minutes at least. Minimum minimum complete, minimum complete nonsense. Um, if somebody says you good, that means that you're not good. You're not good. You can get hit by a car. Yo, you good? You good? No, no. I, I no. Broke my leg. See bleeding? Like that's that's the, I don't know where that came from, but it's just a trauma response. <laughs> that was the first thing to ask me in Toronto. No, you heard my knee pop, boy. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> you gotta show tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I, I can walk. Yo, <laughs> if somebody says you good, they think you're not good. Yeah. 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 It's true. Basically. I'm asking because I want to make sure you are. Yeah. But if not. I'm a I'm available <laughs> to see how I can help, and they don't yes. really care either. Most people don't. Care. No, yeah. they don't that's, care. Either. That's like when people say I'm praying. Make sure you're good enough to hear what they're about to say. That's the part. Yeah. Yo, you good? Yo, you good? Yo, because I got I got to tell you something. It's like hold your head. What does that even mean? Nothing. Like the, the, that, that's the lower version. It, it of mean, pick your chin up. <laughs> hold your head. Oh, hold your head. Yeah. Yo, you can tell somebody. Yo, pick I just up, I man. just lost my wife, my kids. Hold your head, bro. Hold your head, man. I'm gonna pray for you. We gotta have, we gotta be better. Oh man, we gotta have emotional intelligence. All right, uh, the next, the next. This is, this is the, this is another. This <laughs> I know, I know, another one, another one. Google. So, oh, okay, 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 sixty okay. minutes. I thought you was going to the other thing. I thought he was too. Save that. Let's get these atomic bombs. I, I, I'll be, I'm listening to how he's going. I'm like, ah, oh, he's excited. Back to back, nah, back to back bombs. Um, Google. So big, big 60 minutes. Like I said, I love 60 minutes. Great show. Um, they had amazing. They had the CEO of Google on yesterday. Yes, um, if anybody didn't get a chance to check it out, you should. It was it was good. Um, and he was talking about artificial intelligence. So Google, right? Obviously, you know, Google is the largest search engine ever. Uh, YouTube, which we're on right now, is owned by Google. Mm -hmm. um, so they've dominated, you know, the Internet for over a decade. But they they have they're losing the AI race. They're late to the party. Uh, Microsoft beat them. ChatGPT. Are they losing? Uh, well, so now that they're creating their own version or rival to ChatGPT. Yep. Yes. They, yeah, um, yeah. But they talked about a lot of different things in that interview. They talked about um, DeepMind, mm -hmm. um, which which they've been working on for a while. They talked about artificial general intelligence, which is different from artificial intelligence. Artificial yep. general intelligence. Going to break that down. Um, yeah, but I just want to go through everything right, first. Okay, okay. And they also spoke about um, jobs mm -hmm. that will be affected. Got the they list. talked about how artificial intelligence will, the CEO, I, I don't want to misquote him here. So the CEO, this is the CEO of Google, Sundar by the way, he said that um, he's worried uh, AI will impact every product across every company. 
Yes. Like no job. I wrote that book. No job. No everybody. No company yep. will 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 be not um affected by AI. They talked about how a lot of times um AI will be working hand to hand. Mm-hmm. Yep. For lack of a better term, with the your employee. Partner. Yep. So that's like your work partner. Mm-hmm. So you gotta, you know, learn to work with AI. Um, they showed their robots that were playing soccer. Yo, that was crazy. Um, but the the crazy thing about that is that the robots taught themselves how to play soccer. Right. So they started out when they played like most kids do, just run toward the ball, but they kept playing over time. They adapted, they learned, and they became more skilled as they went on, which is like you're watching this thing happen in real time. This is this is crazy. There's another quote. And well, the last thing. There's another, there's another quote though. There's okay. another quote. So he did say impact every product across every industry. But one of the, the things that stuck out to me at the piece, he said, uh, AI can be as good or as evil as human nature allows. Well, that's yeah, that's what 19 Key said. It's not, it's not, it's not AI that's evil, it's it's a human that's evil because the, the human has to train the AI. Um, he also they also showed their um chess master they're developing a chess master um artificial intelligence um so this is a lot of different things and the artificial um general intelligence so mostly artificial intelligence is trained for one thing right it's like uh, you could train uh to computer program right or you could train something to actually um logistically to to drive a car Mm -hmm. but the artificial general intelligence is like humans humans have general intelligence where now you can be educated on a variety of different things and now you can move in and out of conversations move in and out of task you could go from painting a wall to hammering a screw to (laughs) playing ping pong to speaking spanish to reading a child a um a nighttime story right mm-hmm. that's that's yeah. artificial general intelligence where now it's a variety of different things that's all working together so that was a very very yeah. interesting conversation um so we I, we want to dissect this it was so crazy who wants to go first i, I just want to say one thing is the air condition working it is it's getting hot okay muy caliente yo muy caliente the the part about it that i think is impressive and may go overlooked the most important person throughout that entire piece yes the sundar is is the ceo of google but the most important man inside of the ai the ai space is a black man from zimbabwe mm-hmm. tell us more Aliki Bole, shallow. <laughs> james <laughs> manyeka manyeka he uh Oxford grad, just a brilliant mind. But his job is to make sure that we compare AI and humanity in a way that is effective and doesn't become evil. So like he has the job of making sure that for Google at least, that this AI is used in its appropriate manner, which is like a huge, huge task. Scott becomes like one of the most important people in the history of the world because Absolutely. this technology can become Skynet. It is the most. It's the most important technology. Maybe he said since fire. Um. Yeah, I agree. It's the most. Yeah. Um. Bill Gates said this. This only. This is the only. This is the second. Uh, revolutionary technology that ever came out in his lifetime. Obviously, the internet being the first. Yeah. So yeah, they said that this is one. This is probably one of the most important. Uh, technologies ever. Yeah. One of the most important inventions ever. Yeah. It made me think of the conversation we had last week when we were talking about if we would implant those chips in our brain. Because when they were talking about BARD and the operating system, how that works, they said the semiconductors that use BARD, right, that are used inside of it, they operate at 
thousand times faster than the human brain. Mm-hmm. And Bart, that's their version of chat. That's their version of chat. Yeah, that's the AI version. I mean, did you guys see the the company that put the the brain models on locusts and control them with AI? It's fascinating. It is fascinating. Like, and this is like, and the number one reason for this tool is automation. Of course, automation. Every time you hear that, I want you guys to think job destruction. Mm-hmm. Number one reason for it, like. I am begging you. I am doing it myself. Me and Ty was here in Puerto Rico going over, like, it's like 40 new apps that comes out every day. It's like almost too much. But I also said I have not felt this excited about entrepreneurship since I found trading. So figuring out how to use them all together. I even reposted like that Drake and Weekend collaboration. That was um, Last night I was up like messing with Resemble and I only uploaded, I think, 25 clips. And it was kind of robotic in how I did my voice. But it did model my voice in like 15 minutes. So I'm like, if I upload 400 clips, what can I do at that point? So you have to be involved in this technology or we are going to be pushed out effectively. Yeah, so Bard, the way they did it was they let it study the internet for a few months. It studied every single piece of content on the internet to come up with its prompts. Yep. So when you when you were talking about something that's computing at 100,000 times faster per minute, like this is... Think about that. Like, there's no way to compete with that. Now, you said job destruction, right? But the way that the piece kind of made it look, it was more less about job destruction, but more about job efficiency, right? Yeah, but if I'm involved with Google, one right? Of the biggest right. I'm just saying the way, the way they made yeah. it because even when they were talking about chess, it was like, yeah, in one week it was better than uh, the grandmaster, and then by two weeks it was the greatest player of all time. In a month, it figured out ways to move chess pieces that nobody's ever seen. Never thought of. Yep. I, they couldn't even, the human brain couldn't even compute it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So now if you think about that in terms of jobs, number one, why is it able to do that? Because it never stops working. Mm-hmm. It's always computing and it's computing at such a fast speed and it never has to stop. This becomes more efficient. Because if you have machineries inside of, let's say, a factory, and they were talking about, and we had this conversation too about what are people buying? They're buying warehouses. It's not to put inventory in, it's to put machinery in. Store data. They can actually store data and and compute. And it was like, oh, but if you have that automated and moving at that speed, how more efficient is your business now? Well, yeah. Uh, How far do you want to go down this rabbit hole? As far as you like. So shout out to my guy, e. Posey. We had a dope conversation Uh-oh. yesterday. I know where you're going. Okay. The zombie economy. Yes. So uh, there have been projections that over 300 million jobs will be lost or, or terminated changed uh, by artificial intelligence over the next decade, right? 300 million. So uh, this... Globally or the United States? Globally, I believe. Um, so this, I've never heard it deemed like this before, but zombie economy. Mm-hmm. What happens when millions of people don't have jobs, mm-hmm. don't have anything to do all day, don't have, you know, and literally computers and artificial intelligence are running society, like running society. Like you you go to the to any, you go to the clerk, you go to the office, you mm-hmm. go everywhere. It is, it's just the robots. It's just robots running. It may sound like I'm fantasizing, but all movies usually come to reality. 
Absolutely. Right? What, what, happens if you have, what happens if you have 50 million peoples now, are they just, they're kind of like animals, yeah. right? If you think, if you think about what an animal, animals just out here, just living, just, you know, just trying to find food and shelter and that's it. They don't, don't, they don't have any, anything other than just food and shelter. That's their main objective. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like, does this turn a human being back to a primal species of, and does this further why, you know, colonization on Mars, different things of that nature? Is it only for an elite group of people to completely control society while mm. the vast majority of people are left out in the wilderness? Hey, hey, <laughs> it's, all, it's, it's, all, it's always funny until it happens. Until you know? it's not, and the truth is, until you, it happens. yeah, yeah. But that was, so part of that was like, and it goes back to what we said earlier, and we were like, yeah, there's a wage gap, but what happens when there's a group of people that have no wage? Mm -hmm. And so one of the things he said, shout out to Paul, was like, yo, this is makes more of a proponent why universal income, basic income, basic yep. income will be a part of the conversation. Like a, a welfare state. Yeah, because we you, there are 300 million jobs that are going to be changed or replaced. Like, those are people, right? That's just not like, yeah, it sounds like the company lost its job or they cut jobs. No. Those are people that are not going to have employment. Those are families that will not have the income that they once had. If they don't have a skill, what will they do? I don't know right now. I don't know. You're going but to find a way we, to use the technology for your advantage. Unless we, unless we really understand the technology, educate ourselves on it, and use it to our advantage or to be an assistant in what we're doing. You know what's so crazy? I was just watching Access Hollywood. Shout out to Mario Lopez. Well, you were? Uh, yeah. Shout out to Mario Lopez. And no, later, no disrespect to Access Hollywood, um, but you know what this they Disrespect is coming. This is a New York slang thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they were showing? You know what, the, what they were showing? They were showing, um, it was Kissing Cam. So they had um, Bad Bunny and he was spotted with uh, Kylie Jenner or what's it? That's the name, right? Kendall. 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 He's with Kendall. Kendall, He's with Kendall. Jenner. Yeah. And another actress, they got spotted. Another actress, an actor was spotted kissing at Coachella. And, and I'm just thinking to myself, I'm thinking to myself, like there's millions of people right now that are watching television, eating their dinner, looking at Bad Bunny kiss his girlfriend. Got to Benito. While 300 million jobs are about to be replaced over the next five years. Yeah. And humans are in trouble. And robots are taking over jobs and a computer is solving math equations that no human could even think of. Mm -hmm. And this is the type of information that we're being fed. We get By Frank, design. Yeah, we're getting Frank Ocean means. But it but it but it but it trickles down <laughs> from that to the rap debates to platforms that interview rappers every single day to um the nba finals and I, I i i'm just saying that over the course of time it all ties in if you can keep people entertained they don't ask questions yeah. mm -hmm. right yeah it's the old roman circus and the truth is like whenever you have a society start to get degrade one of the first signs that you'll see is that there's like a weakening amongst the men and then also the job market softens so much so when the last recession happened and everything became gig based and I, I keep saying, I said in 2020, go watch every episode. For anyone who has any questions about what I think about investing or what you should do, go watch every episode of Market Mondays. 
the jobs that were lost from 2007 and 2008 have not been recovered yet. Then we went to gig economy and then tech and all these remixes of tech. That era is going to die off very soon. And I am very fearful that if we don't collectively learn how to use these tools, it's going to be used as a mechanism like 15x or 100x worse than programming in the early 1990s where we will not be able to have jobs because it is going to be a requirement even on your job within two years to know how to use these tools to be the most efficient. If you are working for any company, I don't care what your position is, if you are not providing 10 to 15x minimum return for every dollar you're getting paid, your job is going to be in jeopardy. They, they, Le they learn how to use these tools immediately. When they asked which jobs, they said knowledge workers. Who's that? Writers, architects, accountants, software engineers. Well, and that's another thing. And <laughs> so we put a post on social media a couple of weeks ago, and we we're saying like the five, the five careers that AI, which one of these news publications took that. Shout out to you guys um, for plagiarism. Um, but that's a different story. Maybe so they were one, short on time and they left yeah. chat GPT, chat GPT. And the information just came up. So one one of the careers that we said that was um probably gonna be replaced soon is computer programmers. And then a bunch of computer programmers were in the comments like it's always the people that know nothing about computer you know, programming that's always talking about computer programmers our jobs are safe they're you, they're not gonna and then the ceo of google says the shit says that computer programmers are getting replaced by computers you have artificial intelligence that's that's replacing that you have computers training computers i don't know he's only computers he's only the ceo of google okay don't don't trust me trust google you, you already do. <laughs> you already do. Yo, on a positive note, on a positive note, not that that wasn't, but he said that, you know, the, the brilliant thing about this is that more people care at the early stages of this technology than any other technology before, right? When you talk about how fast it's developed, when we talk about it being the number one app that's ever been downloaded, people are becoming because this is the information age more people are becoming aware of some of the negative things that could happen and so when you do that then you can make corrections along the way which is good right rather than it just happening and it's like oh what do we do now it's still in its infancy stages corrections such as what i don't i'm just saying if they if there has to be one right so like chat not, let's use open ai like chat gbt2 right it still has malfunctions right there's still pieces of it that there's will some hallucinations in for you yeah well, well i well if they watch the piece they'll know what hallucinations are it's when that you ask it and it gives you the wrong information right yeah. well chat gbt4 is going to be improved right by the time they get to 10 it'll be even more so improved but you're finding the errors and you're saying okay this is how we can correct it right so that's a positive thing no yes i'm gonna go with you on this one. <laughs> oh, like yeah like y'all was like yo you're not with me yeah, because I mean, if we're the the more we're aware, then the more we can actually be uh, proactive than reactive. Okay, can I get my honest thoughts? Gosh, please, please, please. Um, th this this is not meant to be useful for us, and this includes this like this is a one percent of one percent conversation. Everyone as, does us not, as in what as in humans as in human beings. Okay, so the. I'm talking the top families, top governments. Got you. This is a tool of, and I, I hate to phrase it this way, but this is the closest way that they're going to get back to slavery without enacting slavery. 
So if we need to reset our economy, they keep saying it's a great reset. Now we're going into quarter three of negative growth. If that is not a recession, I don't know what is. And we need quantitative tightening. Great. Going to run the, the budget up to $52 trillion in debt. Now, if we have to kill 300 million jobs, technically the number may be like five, 600, maybe 85 million jobs will be affected here. This is a tool to wipe out the entire middle class permanently, forever, including all black and brown people. Great. Y'all want reparations? Y'all want all these rights? And woke? You, they openly say, I'm not with the woke movement. And then all of a sudden, all the marketing dollars on earth for the greatest rollout in history, this look like get rich or die trying rollout. And now they got the people even excited about using the tools, because of course we'll use it for a couple of years and it'll be for our benefit. But I also have known some people that have written stuff in Google Docs and or chat GPT, and then all of a sudden it's floated on another platform, which was identical to their idea. Of course, mid-journey. And some other places, if you have a paid version, the rights are yours, technically. But don't be surprised if you see your artworks and creations end up on other platforms. So I think this is the tail end of our run as a country. Um, even though people hate when I say that, the information is, this isn't me, this is the fucking IMF and trilateral commission. Like, this isn't stuff that I'm making up. This comes back to that reading part. No talking. You don't have to like my disposition or takes on the market. I was doing this before anybody black was talking about this. Goldman and Citadel and Meta, thank you, Mark Zuckerberg, for the message today. When can I come to Menlo at HQ? Still no cease and desist. This is not for our benefit. This is for the benefit of the companies in the top 1% of 1%. And if I didn't say that, it would be egregious to do so. Y'all can write your little think pieces about how y'all think I'm crazy until it's not. The word of the day is egregious. Egregious. Yeah. Uh, yes. Egregious for 500. So, all right. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, On a lighter note. Yeah, let's, shout out to T.I. Uh, let's hit the like button. Expeditiously. And share. We're headed yes, into the fourth quarter. Yeah, of the show, um, eighty five hundred people. Let's get this bad. Oh my gosh, you guys are amazing. Thousand. Let's get this bad boy up to nine thousand. Let's do it. Love it. Can I sponsor two tickets for Market Mondays in London? Yes. Yes, you can. Yes. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Great. I'll do that. Whoever has the best comment, Uh put your cash app in there, so we can get the comments going crazy. I'm learning the algorithm. Shout to Mr. Beast. And then we'll grab two and I'll sponsor those for Cash App Monday. Yeah, did, yes. did you see? I mean, the last did you see the the evolution from it was text to text, then it was text to uh picture, and then text to I mean speech. It's to gonna video. be text to movie in like a year. That's what I'm saying. I could just say the type of movie I want, and it'll just make it. Screenwriter. Well, they talk about the screenwriter. The screenwriters in LA about to go on strike. strike yeah. Um, I think it's the guild or something like that. Like the yep. screenwriters uh they're about to go on strike and they all right, keep playing. Was told Shout out to, to all the workers, but they want y'all to do that. Well, keep what, playing. What was told to us is that they're already looking into artificial intelligence, writing script. Ash Cash did a whole episode about how to write a book mm-hmm. um, with, with chat GBT and artificial intelligence. Um, so they're like, all right, I'm not going to keep going back and forth with you guys on, keep and striking. You keep striking. And how about I write a whole ro- romance novel or romance movie um, in one hour? How yep. about I write 20 of them in an hour? 30. 
before you can write one. I'll have 200 movies written in a year and you'll still be working on the screenplay for it. Mm-hmm. Kudos hey, for the writers. Use the technology to your benefit. Please. Okay. Let's let me let me try this. We we got a few more things to talk about. We got to hit that topic though. Oh, 100 percent Should we stay in? Should we? I'll let YouTube decide. Should we stay in the technology bag or should we go in an investing bag? Because there are some more technology. Now that the cash app is just going crazy. So what's what I'll be able to. I'm, I'm I just saw that. No, Ian said, put your cash app in it. Oh, and they listen. Yeah, thank you. All, right, well, all right. Now we're done. Let's do one more tech and then we move it to the investor side. Then we're going to move it to the, to the big one. Um, okay. Uh, what technology will change the world that no one is talking about yet? Um, I don't think uh, we are putting enough attention onto quantum sciences and quantum computers. So I think uh, all of this AI build up. Now, I will say this too. AI will win the war, but a big battle is going to go to whoever comes up with the first quantum computer. And IBM's Watson does not count. That was archaic in comparison to what needs to be built. But I think um, quantum sciences, life sciences, quantum computers, you know, we talked about the woolly mammoth two years ago. I was bringing that up. Everyone thought it was crazy that the pterodactyls. Now they made a meatball out of the woolly mammoth. But no other company who made it wants to eat it because they don't know if the proteins in it will affect humans negatively now there's this thing entrepreneurship called that you need to eat your own dog food and the fact that they won't eat it is kind of suspicious while our waterways and would you fake foods would you eat a willy babbit no but if it was my product i would that's why like even in bread panda stock club i'm like the prices that i'm giving all the prices that i'm looking to get in and people are like yo it don't work it works <laughs> that's why i'm saying just yeah, because yeah. i i could create I, I i'm not totally opposed to creating a willy mammoth I kind of understand why they would do that. I don't think you should sell I a product that you don't I, sit behind. But I don't think I would eat it, though. Then you, you shouldn't sell it. That's a different conversation. Yeah. No, you shouldn't sell Yeah, yeah, you shouldn't make a meatball. You shouldn't sell it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's crazy within For itself. entertainment purposes only. No, it's entertainment purposes only. Please. For sure. For yeah. sure. For sure. So, yeah, so quantum sciences, quantum computers, and life sciences are going to be like the three biggest ones over the next 10, 15 years. Yeah, you have it. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, um, what are four of the top sectors that America needs to invest in over the next 10 years? Can we flip it? How about yes. how about I'll give you the, the top 10, uh, top four over the past decade? And then okay. maybe some of these won't be there. Technology, number one, up 328%. Consumer discretionary, number two, up 301%. Healthcare, number three, up 245%. And industrials, up 131% over the past decade. So those are the, those are four or five would be consumer staples up 140%. So those are the top five sectors over the past decade. I so, think we have to, yeah, we got to put a greater emphasis on healthcare uh, to be one of the richest countries in the history of mankind. We have some of the worst health at scale by design, because there's a lot more money in the selling of the treatment than there is actually in the cure. But I think one of the things that's ruined in our country is that we are not healthy as a nation. Um, and then the cost that ends up being pushed back onto taxpayers is becoming too much of a burden. Um, I'm going to go back to the life sciences point. We have too many tech companies that are invested in heavily that really do nothing or add any value. Like even 
I want you guys to look at every app that you have on your phone right now. The, let's say the top five that you use. Do those give you a positive return in your life or negative? For most people, Instagram, negative, TikTok, negative, Snapchat, negative. Most, you're getting a depreciating return on the time that you're putting into these platforms. So we don't have enough cures. We don't have enough preventative medicines. Um, we're losing the AI race. The reason why we're pushing for going back to the China point that everybody keeps telling me I'm wrong about, except JP Morgan and Citadel. We have been behind in this AI race. If you've been to Japan or China, any country in the East, they are way ahead of us technologically and their AI has already been put in place. Now, the pendulum swung and it came back to our uh, favor with open AI, great. But if we don't continue to push for products, inventions, and companies that actually matter, this part of the reason, like we have 15 years of investing in social media apps that made us less connected socially. This thing right here replaced our living rooms and talking to our friends. And great if you invested in the company, but it wasn't great for us socially. So healthcare is first, um, semiconductors, AI, Life sciences are the four that we have to invest in. I think here's my four. Yeah. Um, cybersecurity. Uh, I had that as number four. Extremely important. That was my number four. Um, I feel like cybersecurity is probably one of the most important things, especially when you look at, like I said, the wars of the next hundred years will not be fought the same way as the wars of the, the last 4,000 years. But the last yep. 4,000 years, it was fought physically whether it was, you know, with guns, with knives, with boats, with missiles, with bombs, um, I think it'll be for two ways. One way will be over the internet and over, you know, uh, cyber hacking. And That's the way they win the war. And, and manipulation, especially when you AI. Imagine, imagine um, we talk about AI. This is what nobody's talking about. Imagine a whole warehouse and AI and everything is running by computers. Imagine somebody getting control of those computers and turning those computers rogue. And mm -hmm. now you got the robots fighting against that and mm -hmm. corrupting and sharing secrets, different things of that nature. So cybersecurity, security has always been, since the beginning of time, security has always been. A China built a wall. The Great Wall of China is built for security. That's, mm -hmm. that's a security measure. Mm -hmm. So... Human history, security has always been extremely important. This will be the next iteration of security. Cybersecurity will be extremely important. As I said, two ways where wars would be fought on the internet, but also biologically. So I think that biotech is going to be extremely important. It's in the medicine field, but more even drilled down. On the technology side, I feel like medicine and tech is, is aligned and it, yeah. it will merge fully. Um, so biotech, I don't think that people really still, I don't think they still figured it out yet as far as the biotech industry and nobody's really talking about biotech right now, but biotech, I think over the next 10, 20 years will be extremely important. Of course, artificial intelligence. And the last one is agriculture. This actually might be the most important out of all of them. Say it for again. Uh, AI. Yep. Um, biosecurity. Cybersecurity. And the last one is agriculture. Gotcha. Agriculture. It will be interesting to see how all of this, the food that we're eating, the the animals, the, the, the crops, how will this play out over the next 10, 20 years? How will AI affect it? How will climate change collect it? How will pollution? How will uh, more people on the planet affect? Like 
these these are things that will it will we really start having um full grown farms where you know AI is the farmer and everything is in a dome and everything is you know artificial food um created mm -hmm. you know it's already artificial food but i mean artificial food at scale where it's like millions of miles of you know fertile ground because it's better and there's no more fertile ground anymore right like i mean I agriculture is 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 important it's extremely important you can't live without food um and i think that you know this is going to be interesting to to look forward to over the next 20 years to see how that's going to play out yeah i mean but there's two major companies which i won't mention here um yeah. that have destroyed seeds and fertile grounds to be able to produce great foods one of which got acquired by another major company and i put on my post i think maybe two weeks ago like even when we are looking at the obesity epidemic the one of the number one things that have uh, that has caused this obesity crisis that we in is the chemical glyphosate that is used in agricultural farming um you guys should go do the studies and the research on that and read the white paper on that i thought that was uh, pretty fascinating but it's hard in terms for most farmers or agriculture companies to produce great crops in the United States of America. So it may not yield the best returns, no pun intended. All right. So I, I, I went, this is my order. So when I said sector, I added those things inside of it. So like technology was my number one. So yep. information technology was the reason, right? So cybersecurity is inside of that, automation is inside of that. Artificial intelligence is inside of that, but cloud computing is also inside of that. So that was my number one. Number two was healthcare, um, for some of the reasons that reasons that you named. Yep. Number three uh, was consumer discretionary. Right. Because Tell me why. There's one thing that we know that's going to happen with people is that they're going to spend. <laughs> right. We, our, our spending habits have for the past 20, 30, 40 years. They, they haven't changed, they haven't slowed down. People who, who don't have the education or even have education, one of the things that they're gonna do is spend. And so if we're talking about investing in companies inside of that or even ETFs, I like the space. Now, the last one, and this, I don't know, I, I kind of was like weighing back and forth because industrials was in the top five and then like real estate was in there, but I, I I'm gonna lead toward industrials for the fourth one as a sector uh, based on, Technology being at the forefront at number one and having to have infrastructure to facilitate some of this technology at a large scale. Um, and we kind of alluded to it a little bit when we were talking about the warehouses um, and when we were talking about TSM building factories. So all that falls under infrastructure um, along with, you know, roadways and, you know, different type of projects that our economy, number one, is looking at. But on a global scale, they'll be looking at as well as far as expansion in the world of technology. So I think technology becomes the root and all these other things will benefit from that. So that, that, that was my four. Yeah. I, mean, um, I, I don't love industrials, but if you look at Chris Hone's portfolio, uh, you guys can go Google him, uh, portfolio manager. He's invested in Union Pacific, which is a good one. So is Buffett. So um, I think you may be onto something there. A ADP's in there. So it's not the set Honeywell. So it's not like the sexy. It's not sexy. Stocks, no, it's but, not sexy. Yeah, but but it definitely gets the job done, for sure. Two-tech, two-index, no stress. Next week, we will be announcing the names. 
I'll be best fan. For real, y'all gonna do the, the big name first? Do remember? I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm thinking about that. I don't know whether you should lead up to that or you start with that. Got you. You know, it's it, it's it's boom. I ain't gonna hold you. I was gonna do it, but I'm not. <laughs> Let the beat fill. Yeah. Um. Okay, guys, we're not done yet. Nope, we're not done yet. Nope. Uh, want to go into dead or alive? Um, let's save it. Let's save it. Okay. Let's save it. You know what? I, what I'll do? I haven't done it in a while. Because it's an important uh, week. Earnings. Let's just do this really quick. Okay, we'll, yeah, let's we'll save DOA and we'll talk about a couple of companies that will be reporting their earnings. We spoke about a few um, over the past couple of weeks. Tomorrow, Bank of America will be reporting. Goldman Sachs, who we've been speaking about with their deal with Apple, will be reporting. Mm -hmm. Johnson & Johnson, when we talk about... And I, we could have thrown consumer staples in there just as a safe play, yeah. right? Because sometimes we tell people, just play it safe. We could have put that... Um, Johnson & Johnson is cooking, though. No, not to interrupt. <laughs> My yeah. Lord. And Netflix, Netflix, a company we have been watching over the past <laughs> three years very, very uh, intensely. Um, they have, they have recovered. We thought we we have thought, we thought. Well, no, they've recovered from where we thought they were going. Gotcha. Uh, shout out to Bam. He wanted to remind me about that, so I, I gotta give Bam his, his his credit. And he was like, "Yo, it's not going anywhere. It, it's, it has slightly recovered. Um, yeah, for for the time being. So we got Wednesday. Morgan Stanley's reporting." Another company that I love, and we're talking about semis, and we're talking about people who have to make the semis, right? If we talk about TSM and how much they produce, ASML, the company that actually builds the machines to make those semiconductors, will be reporting. IBM will be reporting. Tesla will be reporting. IBM and the good folks, good folks at Ally will be reporting as well on Wednesday. And then Thursday, speaking of TSM, TSMC will be reporting uh, for the quarter and Amex. Uh, another another solid company that you know we we actually use and so why yeah. not best and then if we're talking about consumer staples one of the, the best companies inside of the consumer staples sector Procter and Gamble will be reporting on Friday so those are the earnings reports that I'm definitely looking at if you listen to anything we said today over the past three weeks you should definitely yeah. be looking at them all those companies um, for sure should be on, on your watch list. I talked about IBM two weeks ago when we were in Toronto about what I think they can do as far as AI in the enterprise space. So yeah, just keep a look on that. Keep an eye on it. Sit on it. Let's American Express, I like. Procter & Gamble, I like. Um, what was one of the other? Uh, Johnson Johnson, I like. Those are the three out of the earnings I love. Netflix uh, was at 700. It's at 340 and some change. Has a long way to go. Um, it, Netflix is just in the area where it should be. So, but those are the three that I love. Let's talk about Walmart. Um, so Walmart is closing their four stores in Chicago and um, accelerating its use of automation across its supply chain as it chases higher profits. Yeah. Um, and they also sold um, Bondos, Bos? Bonobos. Bonobos. Yeah. A brand for 75 million. Yeah, something to express. Um, is now a good yeah. time to invest and Walmart, and I believe the Chicago one, they had mentioned some theft. <laughs> so they, the, the quote was, uh, Walmart said that the closings are due to lack of profits, theft, and security issues. They didn't close one, they closed four. Four. That's what I'm saying, all of them <laughs> in, the, in the Chicago area. Um, That's a lot. Yeah, I watched that. That's all my mails, people. I watched that King Vaughn document. Sidebar. We won't talk about that here. Sidebar. Very disturbing. Sidebar. Very disturbing. Yeah. 
With that, no, that's, no. Right. that's how that's as we proceed. No, as we proceed to get no, what you I'm, no, 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 I'm just saying that like yeah, it guy, is. She did a he did a great job as far as his journalism. You never know stuff, but it seemed like it was pretty true. But I'm like, it's crazy that he did that much research to put all that stuff together. Um that, yeah. that was pretty disturbing. The vultures usually do, don't they? Shout out to Adam 22 and the vultures Adam 22. <laughs> uh all right. So it's should we be investing in Walmart? One of the best companies of all time. Yes. Yeah. Um, them and Target are two of my favorites. If you look back when they had a flat period in 2006, they were at 46 bucks. They're currently at 149. You're going to, you're not going to get like blockbuster gains out of them, but um, it is one of the safest companies. Um, and they are very, they made some bad investments in jet.com. I'm, I'm glad they sold off this brand and they sold off a few others recently. Um, but, but that, the family is one of the best management teams probably in history. Uh, definitely top 15 all time. Slow and steady growth for sure. Um, yeah, I definitely like Walmart. I have to wait for the price to pull back. If I'm looking to get in it, I would have to wait to like 114. It's currently at 149. Yeah, so I need to drop to like 114, 113 to be able to get in. But yeah, I would definitely hold this one for five years. Yeah, uh, solid company. Uh, them and Amazon dominate the e-commerce space here's an interesting fact this is what they said by early 2026 65 percent of its 4700 us stores will be able to receive products from 42 regional distribution centers that are being retrofitted with automation yep. okay 42 of its regional distribution stores will be run by robots yep that's a lot of jobs that's a lot of jobs by destruction a lot of jobs. That's a lot. Yep. So um, Walmart is up 71% the last five years. Let me look at Target in comparison. Target is up 131%. So those two together are a great pairing. If I had to pick one, I would pick Target, but Walmart definitely is a great company to invest in. So you would pick Walmart. I'll I, pick Target over Walmart all day. I'm saying, would you pick Walmart just over um, Amazon? Right, because it's still no. a order situation. No, what I know things on nature. So it's like, is Walmart really a good company to invest in when you compare it to? That's why I look at Walmart's competition is more of Amazon, not Target. Well, well, it's Target because of the brick and mortar. That's what I'm saying. But right. they're trying to move out of the brick and mortar situation. It's not going to happen. Yeah, they they they're a staple inside of the the brick and mortar. You got to think about where those those they're they're placing their stores, right? In communities, Walmart. Yeah, right. Amazon doesn't have that. That thing is completely e-commerce. So Walmart. Now, if Walmart did go completely all digital that'd and be different. got rid of, that'd be different. We have a different conversation at that point. Right. I would be pro Walmart over Amazon if that's the case. But yeah, but um, they, even 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 with that being said, they're still like they would. I mean, they might be number one, but the way it was pacing, Amazon was going to pass them this year in e-commerce. So I mean, there's still one and two inside of that space alone. But the brick and mortar is why I think I, I'm assuming that's why you're comparing it to a Target in stores of yeah. that nature. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Amazon needs to bring Bezos out of retirement too. At least, <laughs> at least get them up there. Let's talk about this. We talked about parenting. Um, it's extremely important. That was a great segue. You're good. That was a great. You got a media trainer. You got to cover all bases. When you think about your financial well-being, your financial strategy, you got to think about all well, you got to think about everything that can happen, right? So, of course, parenting is a big thing. You got to think about your children. Um, 
My relationships is a big thing too. Yes. Um, relationships. The ultimate investment. The ultimate investment. Um, it's a big one. It's a big one. So, you know, when you get married and you get divorced, you know, it, it can cause you tremendous financial hardship, because- burden, um, variety of different things coming to play. Alimony, child support, uh, got to give half of your money away. Or maybe you don't. So, um, was that right? <laughs> so, uh, that right? international football star, which we call soccer in America. This is my guy, too. I don't want to mispronounce it. I got his name. Okay. Yeah, Ashraf Hakimi. Yeah. I know I played yes, FIFA and I use PSG. He's he's legend. So, he's my guy. Oh, Mar- he played for the Moroccan national yeah, team. Yeah. Shout out to French Montana. Yeah. And all, all the Moroccan, um, coalition. Um, they made it to the final four this year. Of the World Cup, yep, World Cup. yep, yep, yep. So um, he's 24, I believe. Yes, he is. Um, his wife, I think she's famous as well. Actress. Actress, mm-hmm. a little older, a little older than him. Mm-hmm. Um, they got married, they, did not work out. Two kids. Um, filed for divorce. Lessons. Thought that she was going to get half of the estates. And then when they did the, um, you know, internal digging, they found that he really had no assets in his name. Yeah, 80, 80% of his assets were in his mom's name. Um, that he put his assets in his mother's name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's <laughs> shrewd move, shrewd move. Haven't seen that one. I personally have not seen that one happen before. Um, shrewd or wise? Both. Both. Can't trust you. If you can't trust your mom, you can't trust nobody. That's the most trust facts. You know what I'm saying? That's the most trusted person in the world. So uh did, did you read the other the, the report was like mom didn't know. She didn't know about this preparation. Allegedly. Allegedly. This is allegedly. allegedly. Shout out to mom for always Shout out to mom for holding it down. When you should every day hey, mama, in my mama's name. Yes. Literally. That's uh, it. So this is <laughs> this is interesting for a few different things. A it could set uh, I don't know what the legal, like here in America, right? I don't know what the legal precedent, is there a legal precedent for that? Like if you, if you literally just take things and put it in your mom's name, mm-hmm. um, I don't, I've never heard of that. Like I said, I was a financial advisor for 12 years. I've mm-hmm. been in a lot of situations where people go through divorce. I personally have never seen that happen before. Um, I've seen people try to hide assets. Yeah. Of, yep. of yeah. course. Um, but nothing done in, as deliberately as this. Um, and then it also goes to the point of what a spouse is entitled to, especially yes. uh, <laughs> just being honest with you. Just being honest, You're good. Just being honest with you. Just Number one, Angela, you segment clean. Yo. Just being honest with yep. you. Yep. Especially a spouse that's older than you. Yes. That's already successful. Yep. That already had money. Is she entitled to half? Twenty-four million was his total assets. They've been married for three years. After three years, you want half of that's not a twelve piece. Twelve piece for three years, no. Right, I'm gonna not- jump out and say I'll take all the bullets. <laughs> Here, piece, here's no. the part, though, right? So, like he he's been a, an amazing football player for pretty much since he was a teenager, which is probably why maybe the money was going into his mom's account because he might have been a minor when he might've been in like the minor leagues for PSG. And by the way, by the way, we're not talking about a, a drug dealer that has a hundred thousand dollars in cash and buys a laundry mat 
and buys a car. No, no, wait, this, guys, guys, this is not a drug dealer story. No, no, no. We're talking about millions of dollars. Like we're not laundering money, uh, fifty thousand dollars. So. Yeah. No, no, not let's, this. Let's, no. let's leave the streets on the streets, guys. Please. This is not. This they is were not. inspired by your King Von commentary. <laughs> please, please, please. So please. Mom is the sole beneficiary of his wealth and income, which is interesting, right? Because most times kids outlive their parents, right? But if something happens to mom, this is the part I get straight. If something happens to mom, now the wealth and the assets get distributed amongst her next of kin right which is him but he yes. has he has a he has two siblings so now it gets divided amongst three but unless, I, I had in the trust unless, right unless right he put it in a trust, trust or has a will directed to say that he is the is the primary sibling. that's where i was going he next. probably has a trust in place where it's paying him over the course of time or paying another entity that he's in control. I don't want to, I don't want to give too much away. I don't want to snitch because yeah. I don't know what he's doing. We don't know. I don't know what he's doing. We don't know. And it, I don't know what he's doing. I'm just saying hypothetically. Is it brilliant or no? Let's get to it. <laughs> I'll let you guys touch on this. What do you guys think? Yeah, it's it's extremely brilliant. Is it legendary? Le one legendary. One thousand percent. Legend of Bagger Vance. It's that meme. What's the meme? The Drewski meme? <laughs> Gotcha. Gotcha. Surprise. Gotcha. <laughs> and I think if he, if he went to these lengths to set this up, I think he probably knew going into it that the relationship wasn't going to last that well. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know what the laws are over there. I mean, of course, a lot of guys start hitting me like, hey, how do I do this? I mean, there's ways you can do that in a trust. Um, we do need to have a conversation around protection of assets on both sides, men and women, when you get married. And then also, like, also too, like, I will say this too, if you are going to be engaged in the kind of relationship to leave somebody high and dry is wrong, but I think 12 million for three years is a bit steep. Um, yeah. But but City Boys got a victory on this one. I saw this and was <laughs> so the fun. mama's boys out there. Shout out to mom. I'll call my mom tomorrow like, hey. The people want to try on this before I went to court myself first time. <laughs> is your PSG, <laughs> is your PSG jersey on the way? Of course. Yeah. Moroccan national jersey, everything. But my head the thing, on a serious note, um, when you are when you are in a relationship, it's important that you um you think these things through and you have a conversation. Uh, you have a conversation with your partner. Yes, early. Early, mm -hmm. right? Date it's, five. Like, let's have a conversation. And let's 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 you know have these things because we know that fifty percent of marriages end in divorce, and at some point we actually have to bring a divorce uh, attorney up here mm -hmm. because yeah. it is it is a very serious thing. Um, when you look at fifty percent of the marriages in America ending in divorce, um, child support is crippling millions of men all across uh, America. Um, this is a fact. Yes. So when you when you think about financial freedom, um, this is one of the biggest hindrance. On both sides, on both sides. I don't, I'm not, because women, a lot of times are putting, they're put in a financial um, bind because they have children or they have like, and they don't have enough money to support. So now you got to not only try to be a single parent and support a child, but now you're trying to have enough money to invest. It's difficult. Mm -hmm. So yeah. this- And for the women, not to cut you off, there's a lot of guys that are preying on women now too. This is true. She's trying to come up off a of woman post-divorce. Oh, that happens all this the time. Yeah. Pre-divorce, post-divorce. 
So it's like um, finances. This is a very, very part, important part of the financial picture of your life. Um, and it can, it can make or break you mm -hmm. because it's been proven that um, married couples have higher income and they have more assets. And it's obviously better financially if you're in a healthy relationship, but a bad relationship can cost you not only from a divorce standpoint, like I said, from a, a child standpoint, from a child support standpoint, from the man, from a single mom standpoint, from the woman. And unfortunately that happens too often. Oh, too often. Where now both people lose. Nobody wins in that scenario. Right. The, the father can't afford to pay child support. So now he got to, you know, just try to figure things out because they taking half of his paycheck. The, the money that they even given on the child support is really not enough. So now that the single mom is really screwed in the situation as well because she's only getting a couple hundred dollars a month from that. Right. And she got to try to figure it out. But she got full time custody of a child. And she's trying to figure out her education and her her employment. Yep. And it's a it's a it's a it's a cycle of destruction. Yes. And it has negatively affected the black community more than any other community. And children by design. And and and, 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 and children. Exactly. And that goes back to the King Vaughn thing. I don't want to share. I don't want to be disrespectful about the King Vaughn thing because it is a very serious manner. But it's it is it is a it's a sad it's a disturbing story where his father passed away when he was a young mm -hmm. kid. So he's in Chicago, Southside, being raised by his mom, you know, on the street, latchkey kids, stuff like that, different things of that nature. And what's he getting into? He's getting into gang violence. He's getting into guns, different things of that nature. And this is how his life turns out. So now all of this is an economic situation. All of this turns into an economic situation, right? The dad's not there. The mom is struggling. The kid suffers. Literally nobody wins in this situation right. except the, the criminal justice system. Right. Yep, And the government. But yeah, exactly. And then it gets perpetuated for generations, right? That generational trauma of like not having a financial situation that is positive. It it just continues. You can see the cycles happen over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. All of you watching tonight can break the cycle. Spread the information, share. Um, we got to have more cu cultural conversations around what to do pre-breakup, post-breakup, how to take care of family, even when things uh, don't go well. Fellas, I've said all the time, you've seen me go through my battles with Xander's mom, but like as soon as I turned the tide and was kinder and, you know, things started to go favorably um, in my way, it's a tough situation. But like I told you, when I talked to my child support attorney when I first went a few years ago, he was like, if family law was one publicly traded company, it would be worth more than every other company on earth. It would be number four on the New York Stock Exchange. Um, so this is done by design. Yeah. Let's be careful. Yeah. But and somebody somebody just asked if I'm neutral. No, I think the move was legendary. I don't know who advised They mean, are you neutral as oh. far as like, you're, you're not really taking too many sides today. No, no, no. I'm thinking about this this specific. No, no, no. But I think they were saying like, are Troy you? Troy's smart, yo. No, 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 no. Anytime it comes, I, I'm talking about this situation. Was it a legendary move? Yes. yes. I don't know who advised him, but to have that wherewithal at 21 years old, he probably had that going so on. You, so you, you, you agree with this? The move? Yes, that's a genius move. So you think that? You think that all men should do this? I don't think. Yes, I'm gonna speak for Troy. Yes, if, if <laughs> it, it, it yes. is a case by case scenario, I love my mom and I love my wife, honey. I love would you? Her. Would you do it? Well, I put everything in my mother's name. Let's get to it. Let's really put them on a hot seat. Since you think it's such a good idea, oh, I, Adam, I, 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 document this. 
Oh, God. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Let's talk about it. Um, Let's talk about it. No, I don't know if I put everything in my mom's name. Nah. I don't know if I do that. You better not. Nah, I wouldn't do that. No. But I do love him. Oh, oh, man. All right. If you see us in the Hakimi PSG jerseys, we support the team. <laughs> and you just had a, you just had your anniversary. I did have my anniversary. Uh, Why are you spicy today, my boy? Yeah, Come on, this guy's crazy. This, guy, this guy's crazy, man. <laughs> yes, I did in St. Thomas. Yo, I'm glad you said that. Shout out to everybody in St. Thomas that uh, showed love, man. As soon as I got off the plane, somebody just started saying my name out loud, and I didn't know what was going on. And then he walked over and said, "Shout out to uh, you and uh, Ian and Shadi, y'all changed my life." That happened almost every stop in St. Thomas, and it's like I said, it's. You never know how far impact can go or who you're reaching. And so to know like this little island with just beautiful people and I mean, the, the scene is just beautiful. If you've never been to St. Thomas, please go and visit St. John as well. Virgin Islands is amazing, but the information is going there and then using it. One dude was at the hotel I was staying at. He's like, yo, I'm watching y'all on Monday. If you ever come back here, if you come back here next year, I'm not going to be working here because what y'all said. That's so, fire. And shout out to everybody out there um, and everybody that wish happy anniversary. Thank you. Happy anniversary. Thanks, yeah. Rashad. Rashad, what you doing? <laughs> I'm going to put it back on you. Hey, yo, Ian, yo, this guy was, you know, that he was in the wedding, right? He was in my wedding. Like, this guy, he just, how are you doing that? Nah, it's, a, it's an interesting. Nah, we definitely got to bring would, the ball. So would, would, you? Would, you would you do it? One thousand percent. Let's get to it. So, so you and Snow get together. You tell us Snow right now. You putting everything. One thousand. Got you. I didn't say <laughs> you're putting everything. One thousand. <laughs> Let's get to it. Listen, hey, hey, Shot, you go to Charles Boy. Yeah, one yeah, time, you like yeah, oh, yeah, I'm gonna learn this first time. Yeah. He no. put eight. So, so Hakimi put eighty percent. <laughs> you just hit the wall. Yo, what's the you put 100 percent Put this up. 110. 10%. 110. Future future. Listen, I'd rather give it to my mom. What's the percentage? Sorry. What's your percentage, bro? Yeah. Shit, mama. As much as my mom did for me, have it all and some. And perpetuity plus one lifetime. Yeah, I won't get me. I learned the first time. I said, oh, okay. This is the game we play. I didn't say I wouldn't put anything. I just said I wouldn't put all. There's a difference. Hey, plus well, trust, well. plus an LLC, plus my offset. Boy, this fire. So <laughs> take care of your responsibilities early. But also pick a woman who Yo, wants to. pick the right one to pick the kitties up, man. Stop like, playing. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, just holding we, the flag for us out here. Yeah. All our married couples, I'm holding the flag for us, man. We're going to pick the right one. Or yeah. pick, we're picking the wrong ones. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Man. Hey, baby, how you doing? <laughs> I'm a slot in my hey baby. What's up, baby? You looking good too. Yeah, I'll put pressure on you. What's up, baby? Mm, yeah, you watch it right now. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah. This is so, for entertainment. Oh, I'm purposes only. I got the name channel. We're gonna have the whole family out Entertainment tonight, purposes only. No, man. seriously. Um, <laughs> all right, before we leave, let's let's get back. Let's do the get live before we leave. Can we can we do that? Uh <laughs> sure. Let's her it. face was dead when she figured out everything was in his mama's name. Boy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Ian, let's do this, man. Let, let's start with uh, a company that we said that uh, is having an earnings this week. Um, we're doing our Dead Alive segment. Let's start with Bank of America, ticker BAC. BAC. Um, definitely not dead. Kudos to Brian Moynihan and the team over at Bank of America. Not dead, but I don't see any competitive advantage for Bank of America. I wouldn't touch it. 
unless it was at like $10 and 90 cents. It's currently at 30 bucks. Mm -hmm. The high of Bank of America was in 2006 at $55 and eight cents. I wouldn't want to invest in this right now. Not touching it. Nope. No, sir. All right, let's go to this one. And this is an AMC, we, you know, 2021. A legendary. We, yeah. saw, we saw what happened with AMC and the mean stop craze has taken a hit, a huge beating. <laughs> but but there were some rumors that we don't know how, how true they are, but there were some rumors that Amazon might be considering purchasing the company. What are your thoughts on AMC? Um, I'm not going to say it's dead, but this is uh, Masuda. Trash. Would not touch. It's at $5.20. Um, I am good. Sorry to all the apes who piled on me a year ago saying that I didn't know what I was talking about. Now it's my time to pile on you. Um, <laughs> slow singing a flower bring back. Man, quit telling me. I told y'all what price to get in the doge and leave it alone. Like, listen, you don't have to like my takes. I'm not in this for entertainment. If I say something is going to fall, short it. If I call a price that where it's best to buy, load the boat there. Oh, AMC is no good. At some point, it'll probably pop back up to 33 bucks. But um, if you look, if you take out that all-time high that they had of 72 bucks, they've ranged in between the price of 32 bucks down to $2 and some change. That's not a good investment. And even in 2017, it was going down. It's the last amazing year. It's probably 2014 in the stock market. I'm not going to say it's dead, but um, it's on its last leg. Um, mm. go, go pay your visits and, and your respects. There's no competitive advantage here at all. Yes, and I see some people in the chat saying that AMC made the money. Congratulations if it made you money. Gra yeah, I'm not mad at it on the trade. A great trade. For a long-term investment. For investment purposes, let's just be mindful. All right, yep. the next one, speaking of St. Thomas, let's start talking about the cruise industry. CCL, that is a ticket for Carnival, trading right now at $9.74. Uh, they were trading over $20 last April. Their biggest competitor, when we talk about competitors, World Caribbean. They did something very intelligent. They created a loyal program. Are y'all up on this? Y'all know That's the loyal smart. So they, they got the loyal program, and then they did something even more exclusive. They, the cruise line, they created a concept of a private island. So a lot of times when these cruise ships go to an island, they send you to different type of resorts, and you got to yep. go and pay to be on that resort, especially because you're on the cruise ship. You're only there for a few hours. So what they've done is they've actually curated a little island for the people that are getting off the boat where you got your restaurant, you got your own private beach. And so Royal Caribbean is putting pressure on them. What do you think about Carnival? Carnival dead on arrival. Um, in 2000, well, in 1990, their high was $2.69. They're currently at $9.75. I mean, if I if I had to take a gambler's chance, I would buy that four dollars and forty one cent and swing trade it. But there is no value here at all. Um, it's the last high was in twenty eighteen, seventy two dollars and seventy cent, and it's been on a roller coaster down ever since then. It's broke every support that you can find and think of. Um, margins in this business is not great. Not a leader in the space. Pricing issues. Um, no, at four forty one, I may take a stab at it if I want to gamble and swing yeah. trade. But long term, absolutely not. This company needs to go out and die. <laughs> I ain't holding back no. I don't care what nobody's. <laughs> cool, and we're gonna, gonna see what I put the trade tournament together. Wow, this year. I mean, wow. at the end of this year, 
Hurry up Listen, and die. Uh, just, we might have to change the name of the segment. Hurry oh, up and die. Man. Okay. Um, <laughs> wow. All right. Let's, let's let's move over to the, the uh, AI sector. We've been talking about that over the past uh, three months, man. So let's talk about a company we mentioned while we were in Toronto about one of those ones you should keep on your watch list. Ticker AI, this is C3.AI. That is the name of the company. They're trading at about $22.78. For those not in the know, AI software is uh, a provider of platform applications and development in runtime environment that enables customs to, customers to design, develop, yeah. and deploy enterprise, keyword enterprise AI applications. So anything in the world of AI and its enterprise, this is what this company does. What are your thoughts on C3 AI? Um, the high was in 2020 at $183.90. It's currently at 22 bucks. Um, two negative years of sl sliding down. If I have to buy it, maybe at nine bucks, I would touch no 308. I would buy it. I think it's too new. I think they made a great adjustment and mm -hmm. they're focusing on. Um, but if a stock's fall from 180 down to 10. I'm not happy about it. So I don't want to gamble. And if I'm looking at Apple, Microsoft, you mentioned Amazon and is showing Toronto big in the AI space. I think there are five or six players that you would be better at deploying capital in those companies. Um, maybe if it fell to 359 or something like that, I would take a, a stab at it, but I think it's too new. I don't think there's enough institutional money. So on the fundamental side, what I'm also right. looking for is how many hedge funds and big institutions put money into it because they're the ones who actually make the market go up or a stock go up. There's not enough institutional buyers here for me to feel safe in it yet. Um, so I would leave this one alone for right now. Maybe too new. Too new. Sometimes yes, too new. it's too new for the industry. Yeah, it's yeah. not... Yeah, you got to leave it in the oven a little bit longer. Yeah, okay. Okay, let's go to another one. Uh, Palantir Technologies, uh, ticker PLTR. For those not in the know, Palantir Technologies builds and deploys software platforms for in the intelligence community for the United States to assist in counterterrorism investigations and operations. What's your thoughts? I want to interview with Peter Thiel. I want him on the show, so I'm going to tread lightly. But no, um, the high 45 bucks is currently at $8.80. I don't like the business that they are in. Um, so no, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch this company. I think it's, I think Peter's probably one of the greatest entrepreneurs and greatest advisors in the last hundred years, but I think this company, it doesn't need to be price well in order for them to benefit from the technology mm -hmm. as a retail investor no i wouldn't touch it at all i wouldn't absolutely touch this company especially if you're black and brown too i don't see how you can invest in this company i really don't but maybe peter can come on and tell us why it is a good investment um and my stance is wrong but going from 45 down to 584 is definitely not a good sign yeah, the technology that they we we actually went to their uh, activation in Davos, and we got to see some of the technology that they're working on. It's pretty, pretty scary stuff, man. The the way the they're gonna be able to tell what you eat for breakfast, what time you eat for breakfast, and what you put on your breakfast. Um, yep. Probably in, within the next five to ten years, based on the technology that they use. Now, like the tech is amazing. The stock is just terrible. 
Yeah. Like, we're, we're, we're going to talk from that. But if you want to see Minority Report come to real life, oh, they have it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they have it. I won't touch this one. Yeah. Let's, let's do a switch up. We haven't done this in a while. Let's do this. Let's, let's talk about some cryptocurrencies. Usually we, we, only, we only talk about equities in the stock market. Let's talk about yeah. a few cryptos. I got two stable coins and we'll do two others. All right. So let's start with Tether. Um, let's see. Dramatic pause. Um, I don't love. I'm not going to say that it's dead, but I don't. Yeah, I, I don't love it. I don't love it. Don't believe it. I'm not going to say dead, but, but I'm not going to. No, I don't love it. Uh, how about USDC Circle, another stable coin? Can I give my honest take? Uh, all stable coins? Yes, I can. Thank you so much. I appreciate you so much for being sure. gracious. Um, <laughs> I, I I think any um stable coin at this point is going to be taken over by the government or banks partnering with the governments. So this will be like an act of economic terrorism to go against them. Um, I know I'm not the foremost crypto expert in the world, but, um, no, I don't like, I don't like USDC. You know what? We have some good friends over at USDC, uh, and maybe they can come on and educate us on this. That space. would be amazing. Yeah. This is going to be an open invite to them. Um, yeah, we, uh, another, you know, company that we, we met, uh, out in, uh, Switzerland, uh, and they told us some of the things that they have going on. So. Maybe that this will be the open invite to educate us all on the space. All right, let's do two more. Uh, let's go with Solana. We haven't spoken about them in a while. What's your thoughts? And I'm going to find something good to say about one of these so people are like, it's all crypto. I don't. I just, uh, let me see. Solana. Not at this price. Maybe if it gets down to like, 12.9. I mean, if you go back to its heyday in 2021, it was at 2.36. Yeah, I wouldn't touch it to about $7.90. All right, last one, last one, because we spoke about it, and this was, it made some people some money uh, during the pandemic and slightly after when it ran up, Cardano, ADA. ADA... Um, unless it's at the price of 21 cent or seven cent, I wouldn't touch it at any other price. If you're already in it, I would definitely keep holding on to it. Um, I still like Charles. I still like some of the developments slower than I actually want it. But those are the two prices I would definitely wait. I would definitely not touch it at 35 or 43 or 40 or anything like that. So. Um, I wouldn't say dead on this one or Solana, but I will wait for exact price to get in on them. And these will be five-year holes as well. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of, lot of, a couple of deaths, a couple hurry up and dies, and some, some positive ones that we should have uh, on our watch list, and some that we should probably def definitely keep as an investment idea. They need to take Carnival in the back and shoot it, though. At least. So. Yeah. Unless they want to sponsor Red Panda Cruise, we'll give you a, a little bump in the stock and then we can kill it. The Red Panda Cruise. Yeah. Now we're thinking. It's funny till it's not, ain't it, Mike? Shout out to Mike. 
Shout out to Mike. Mike. What's up, baby? Shout out to Mike. Shout out to Mike. Mike's outside. Shout out to Mike, man. Shout out to Legend. I don't know if we ever shout out Legend. That baby adorable. Yo, he got a beautiful son. Shout out to him and Jessica. Legend is, uh, he's a he's a handsome young man. Handsome young man. Shout out to Legend for sure. Um, I oh, and one update too, for everyone who attended MSG, all the bonuses that you got, thanks to AB and the team for working with me on it. Um, you guys have been granted access to Stock Club and Sniper and everything else that you need. Jersey, I will be doing a training for you in three weeks. Jersey, natives only. So if you're in Bayonne, uh, Weehawken, Parsippany, East Orange, West Orange, you're invited. If you're from Brooklyn, I got to do another one for you another day, my guy. But I got to keep my promise as East Orange in. In three weeks, I'll do my training for y'all. So, so what had what? Get, yeah, what's the update for that for the MSG thing? Because yeah, people ask about this whole the, time. So. They're all in now. Okay. Yeah. So once again, I keep all my promises. I'm gonna keep saying it. Will you keep your promise to yourself to do the work that you need to do to invest and trade to get rich? But here's what we're not gonna do at Market Mondays Live. No, no lifetime access for nothing. Get your tickets to Market Mondays Live for one night only, maybe two. Great. Y'all want to ruin it? Great. Perhaps. I'll be the villain. Perhaps. Great. Tell you what to invest in, how to trade. Actually, the London market actually gives you a uh, considerable advantage. And Sortino Index, your also Index, and your overall profitability. So if you want to learn how to win in the London market, get your tickets to Market Mondays live in London. Special guests to be announced soon. Get your tickets yes. now. Or, or maybe not. Maybe I like I like the surprises that we've been yeah. doing on Market Mondays. Market Mondays live. I, I, I think it adds an element to it. Um, Brought to you by Ella. But Appreciate we'll you. see. Um, we will see. Yeah. Market. I was gonna do a monologue, but I'll, I'll save it for next. I got week. the camera ready. Well, I just feel like the vibe. The vibe is I got to be in the vibe. Right. I got to be. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I'll do it next week. Um, because it is important. Um, but I want to definitely, definitely. Give a big shout out to everybody that tuned in today. We hit yes, over yeah, eight thousand people. Got eighty six hundred out there. That was a big. That's a big one. It's a nice number. A lot of people's interested. It's a lot happening these days with AI and Apple and different things of that nature. So you know, people want to be informed. They want to be um, let know what's going on. Mm -hmm. So um, you know, it's it's good to to have a platform where we can actually educate people and make yes. it fun too. You know, we have we try to have fun, entertain at the same time edutainment um so thank you to everybody that tuned in yes champion has championed and continues to champion market mondays greatest investment show ever created mm -hmm. absolutely um, not debatable it's a fact yeah if i made you money please put yes in chat so ally can see it. hello ally <laughs> we're talking about next year shout out to the guys for the hospitality as well yeah, 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 yeah. They were asking who's that in the background. I thought they was paying CeeLo back there. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to That's Puerto funny. Rico, man. Yes. To Puerto Rico, man. It's uh yeah, good vibes out there, man. Travel PR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um definitely for sure. Absolutely. For sure. Another Monday. And um, I will say this also. Um, mm -hmm. London, get your tickets. We coming. As Deion Sanders says, we coming. Um, Chicago, we're on our way. Yep. Yes. We we'll be in, in October in Ghana. We're ending out the year in Ghana. Where are we at with this Ghana situation? We are very close to having the location uh, and the date. We have, well, we have the date. The location is very close. I want to announce that soon because There's a lot a, of people want to travel. So I want to make sure yeah, that we, we, got, we can get their, you know, their travel. And the, the amount of, like it's going to be worth. Yeah. The amount of people we've, 
when we've mentioned that we're going to Ghana, the amount of people that are like, we're coming, can we be a part of this? Yep. It is becoming extremely, extreme. Oh, everybody. Extreme. Oh, yes. We're going to have some real, some real good it's gonna, Yeah, it's going to be. Ghana is going to be. A D1. Very impressive. Yeah. The, very impressive. The lineup is ridiculous. We got some very high name people on the continent that you don't know who I know. You yep. really don't. Speaking yeah, yeah. of you don't, you don't know who I know. Um, Next week, we will be announcing the names. The names. Yes. I'm the best fest. I'm gonna have the sound effects ready. Yes. Tell Flex to drop a bomb. I'm, I'm gonna have I have yes. it. I have it. And shout out to Troy for the ideas he caught me with this weekend too about the best fest. Oh, come on, come on, come on. We got thank you. I gotta give all right. Yeah, come on. Team, teamwork, man. Absolutely. <laughs> Top three underrated business people. Uh Junior Bridgman is up there. I just put that post up. Yep. Um, that was in Chicago native. Junior Bridgman, if you don't know who Junior Bridgman is, Junior, do your research. He was an NBA player who worked at Wendy's during the offseason um, of his NBA career. He never really made a lot of money. This was in the 70s or the 80s. He never made a lot of money, like a couple hundred thousand dollars, something like that. Um, after he was done playing, he became a restaurateur owner of Wendy's, mm -hmm. which grew to he owned the most Wendy's in the whole Wendy's organization mm -hmm. like 300 wendy's um and made tremendous amount of money off that sold all of the wendy's portfolio um flipped that into was like a power plant something like that. no he did the coca-cola distribution coca-cola distribution center for the, the southeast and then and then canada took over too, canada the whole country over canada um so even when we interviewed Shaq, and he was like that's his mentor he was yeah. like yo junior bridgman that dude's a billionaire <laughs> on the low i think he's i think he's worth like on the, on the low ski I think he's worth Junior Bridgman. I think he's worth one point like three or something. Yeah, between eight hundred and one point two billion. Um, and you probably never even heard of him. King of Louisville, um, Kentucky. His, his story needs to be told. His story needs to be told. Yes. Um, any other underrated businessmen out there? You who you put it there? I want to say the name. Um, David Stewart. Yo, that's probably that's that, that yeah. like he's that's number one. one. He's up there. Most people think David Stewart. They probably thinking like a baseball player. David <laughs> David Stewart. He's a billionaire. Six times over. Yeah. Yeah. He's right underneath Robert Smith as far six as six times over. I think he's the second richest black person in America. Yes. Robert Smith is the richest black person. David, David Stewart, Stewart is the second richest black person in America. And they're googling him right. There's somebody googling him right now, which is great because I'm sure you've if you. You've probably never seen him in your life. No, he's up there. He's one of the big time. He's one of the ones. Um, who's another one? Who's another one? Alex Carp. You Google him, uh -huh. you might not think that he's black. Yeah, he's half black, half Jewish. Um, What's the company? Tell me the company. I got his company name. He's a billionaire too. He's another one of these billionaire guys. Um, I believe, isn't it? There's only seven, like, there's only like 10 black billionaires in America. Yeah. We know four of them. Um, By the way. 40%. We're bad. We're bad in a good ratio. Carp, what it, I think it's E at the end. I want, I think I know the company. I just want to make sure. Um, he's a he's a legend. Um, yeah. Maybe every week we'll see a, a wealthy person that nobody knows yes. and give them a homework assignment. Still a segment. Yeah. Palantir. I, I, was, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Palantir. Palantir? Yeah, CEO. He's the CEO of Palantir. Yeah. 
Um, he's another one. He's one of them ones. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. The everyday billionaire. Yep. Everyday billionaire. Shout out to Mickey Fats. He's, he's texting. Mickey yeah. Fats? Hey, just shout out, Mickey. What do you say? I just say, yo, what's good? <laughs> Not man, just recording. Yeah, we're in Hong Kong too. Real estate mogul. Yeah. yeah. What Jay said got me with the buildings and the Titans. Some dudes you never heard of. A bunch of dudes. Got me fighting Rupert Murdoch, billionaire boys, and some dudes you never heard of. Word down on that. I'm a cash cow. Word down on Wall Street, Hover. You get the cash out. IPO, IPO Ian, no need for reverse merger. <laughs> Boy, money that talk. Blue no, back like I Gerber. Shout out to Jay and that performance he put on in Paris, man. Thanks yeah, and shout out to Weezy and Alex for being there. What was my invite? But I'm glad y'all. They were. That there, was right? fire. Hey, we said happy. Shout out to Neil. Shout out to Neil Davis. Happy birthday, happy Neil. Birthday, happy birthday, my birthday, brother. Neil. Congratulations on everything, man. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to another alumni. Nicole Russell was her birthday on Saturday. Happy shout birthday. Out happy birthday, Nicole. Happy birthday. All right. Um, it's been real, ladies and yes. gentlemen. Um, watch Earn Your Leisure tomorrow. We got a dope episode with the good brother Ash Cash. That's gonna be fire. He walks you through all of the book writing process, how to become an author, how to make a bunch of money from selling books, chat GBT, AI, how to utilize it for your day-to-day -day life. Great, great conversation. Great guy, great conversation. Check it out. And um Check us out in Vegas. Yeah. Yes. See me at the crap table by the one that buy a G up. This way, no fraud. Philly, when they present, when they gamble and they re up. One of us ain't playing right. I'll let Let's you go. tell it. I'll let you tell it. Same night, same fight. <laughs> on the bus, same play. I'll let right. you tell it. I'll let you tell it. Mike my Beast. baby Xander would be. Send my be silk. Please. Please ship my silk fabrics. Please. Different fabrics. Please. Oh, Red Panda Stock Club called Wednesday. Hey, oh, you know what we got? Shout out. Shout out to Luda, man. Shout out to Luda. Shout out to Luda. Shout out to Shaka. We're, we're, we're happy that you are healthy and recovering. And shout out to his whole team, man. They Did from you, Mount Vernon. They all from they, Mount Vernon. From Mount Vernon. We had a whole Mount Vernon. That's a yeah, fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fact. He's actually from from Mount Vernon. That is from Mount Vernon. They used to spend summers up here. This is true. Shout Luda? True. Yeah. yeah. True. Shout oh, out to Luda. Yeah. He's on tour with uh, Janet right now. Shout out to Janet. Uh, just a legend in her own right. We already know. Uh, yeah, but Luda, I mean, outside of the music, what he's done in business, I know he has spirits, but even on the uh -huh. acting front, man, this Fast and Furious thing just can't seem to end, and he's part of that franchise, so shout out to him. He's a legend. Diversification is key. Yes, He's yes, a legend. Yes, yes, yes. All right, guys. Um, see you soon. Take care. Red Panda Star Club call will be Wednesday at 9.30, so... They said they should have listened to the big timers. Everything in my mama name. Ian, enjoy Puerto Rico. Tell the bros we said what's up. Yeah. yeah. Get to that Charlie, beach, man. Say what up. What's good? How they acting yeah. like they don't hear you? Why they acting like they don't hear you? <laughs> Troy and Rashad said what up. Do y'all acting like y'all hear me? What's up? <laughs> Come on. They, they want to be shy and not they be on camera. They're cooking up. they cooking up. So yeah. good. So yeah. good. <laughs> All right, man. All right, bro. Love, love, love. See y'all. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Love, 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 love. Peace.